How old am I? I'm, uh, I'm 26 oh, no. years away. No, that doesn't make sense. I'd be no. 60. Yeah. I'm 60. <laughs> 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 I told you. You need to I'm go back to work and do more maths at school. Oh, oh no. Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 50, the big 5-0, half a century, Jordan's age in 22 years? No. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, welcome. I'm, as usual, Zach Jackson, joined by Kieran Verbruge. I like how you're you, as usual. Yeah, as if there's ever a time when you're not. By, I meant joined by as usual, but yep, got the words around the wrong way. Very good. good start. <laughs> Hello. Jordan Garcia. Oh. Hello. Who's not uh, 50? Yeah. <laughs> or 22 years from 50. No, I'm uh, not 22 years from 50. Tazzy's vacuum king, Adam Ryan. I am also usually Adam Ryan. You, are you? Yeah, on the odd occasion. Except- Except on Thursdays. Yeah, that's my day. So what's that mean? Yeah, no, I didn't think that didn't think think <laughs> that far into it, did I? Or is this when you um is this the day that you pull out the Dyson? Yeah, that's it's exclusively I don't see anyone. You become it's the just, Dyson. It's just me and my uh and my vac. Do you have a role play where like you get lifted like sort of upside down and someone pushes you around and you pretend like that you're a vacuum <laughs> no but i um i do get someone to knock on my door put a vacuum down and then run away so it's like the the vacuum's knocked on my door and i have to act all surprised and invited in i do I'm a role play like that <laughs> when somebody lifts me up and i hang upside down and i suck <sighs> and we lasted about two and a half minutes <laughs> yeah sounds, well, yeah. that sounds about right as well <laughs> gee mate that's uh that's the beginnings there. Yeah, hey, mate. All right. Well, huge episode this week. I don't know if we've had much bigger. Certainly never had a bigger number. I swear you say that every week. I do say it every week. Huge That's episode. I don't think it's bigger. No, nah, it's always true. It's just getting bigger and bigger, mate. It's like, it a, it's like a snowball See? rolling down a mountain. Look, as someone who's had to edit it and seen the timeline just get wider and wider, I can't deny that. <laughs> it's also just basic maths. You know, like 50s. A bigger number than 49. He's not wrong. So I've got you there. I mean... That's why I did maths at work, after work. Maths at school. Can't remember. <laughs> You've done maths at one time in your life. You can... No, like, there, there was a subject called maths at work. It was, like, for dumb maths. Oh, I think you meant, like, at work. Yeah, same. Yeah. I thought you just whipped a calculator <laughs> so out while I. you were at work. No, no, it was, like, uh, yeah, like, if you didn't really... If you weren't good at algebra or fucking pies and... Other stuff. It was I'm great at pies. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite pie? Um, if we're talking savoury, probably good old potato pie. Yuck. Or a or a pepper steak. Actually, no, I do like a pepper steak pie too. Yeah, boy. Yuck's a, yuck's a bit harsh. Yeah, pepper steak. Pepper steak's the way to go. Yeah. National pies. I love national a good pies. National pie. How good. 
Fucking love a national pie. I got Good one peppermint, on the crisp oak drink and a national pie. Oh, I forgot to get one. I even shopped at Woolworths last week specifically and then forgot to get one like an idiot. Yeah. Oh. Big shit. Spewing. All right. This well, week. You're, not, you're not spewing the peppermint crisp. <laughs> Stop it. So it is a big week because we do have a very special review to talk about. This week, you never say that oh, about any of our reviews. Yeah, it's true. We're gonna have an off-site recorded disintegration review from Ash Whaling. We might talk Blasters Part Two as well, but we'll see if we get time. That's <laughs> not a big game, though. Nah, no, it's not. Uh, and we've also got the PS Five event this week. Uh, so if you're listening, well, when you're listening now. Uh, the event would have been on, and you're about to hear our thoughts later on in the episode. So stick with us. It's going to be a roller coaster, huge, huge roller coaster, giant drop. Who loves roller coasters? Yep, they're okay. What's your favourite roller coaster? Um, at Disneyland, the Space Mountain, because it's a roller coaster in the dark. Okay. It's fucking Fair awesome. Enough. It's brilliant. I used to rate the um, Bermuda Triangle at SeaWorld. I just write the actual Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's fr- it's pretty plain to me. Did do you did you guys ever play like Tony Hawk's uh, Underground games? Yeah, yes. the, the Bermuda Triangle level. Yeah, yeah, so good. Oh god, now I want to play that. I think I've still got it somewhere actually. These games are wild. Yeah, they're great. So, Ooh. boys, fiftieth anniversary. Yep. For the podcast, how are we feeling? Feeling spry. Uh, well, I, I yeah. feel like I might be 22 years away from being 50. <laughs> <laughs> you might be. <laughs> I haven't done maths, remember, so. It's Jesus, true. I'm 20 years away from that. That's scary. That is scary, actually. I'm 20. <laughs> how old am I? I'm, so, I'm 26 oh, no. years away. No, that doesn't make sense. I'll be no. 60. I'm 60. <laughs> 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 See, I told you. You need to I'm go back to work and do more maths at school. Oh, oh, no. Can we scrub that? Um, no, um, that's going to be the intro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucked it. Fuck, you're young. Uh, yeah, nah. So, are we all good this week? How's uh, everyone dealing with the ease of restrictions? Pretty good. I actually got to go and visit some of my family in Ross for the first time in quite a while, so that was nice. It was really, really fucking cold, but it was nice. So, Quick question for you. Yeah, mate. As a Far Cry fan, I know you're a big fan, huge fan. Sure. Do you reckon Ross could be the setting for Far Cry 6? Yeah, mate. There are enough guns in that town that you could absolutely... And wildlife. Surf. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm. It's actually not a, it's not a horrible idea. Well, but no, no, knowing knowing how winter big or summer, no, no winter, like, absolutely winter. Knowing how big Ubisoft maps are, though, it could just be the entirety of Tasmania. That's true, actually. It's about as empty as a, an Ubisoft map as well. And your home base could be the big giant nut. Do, do you do you <laughs> open like Google Maps and there's question marks everywhere? <laughs> I'm stuck on the nut. Big giant that got nut. me. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my home fuck. base. That's a banger. <laughs> So, okay, so for would you call you it Far know, Cross? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's me done. Anyway, boys, thanks a lot. Had a good laugh. I'll be off. 
There's a big giant nut <laughs> in Tasmania. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it's in a Kieran town called Stanley, which I think... Is that There's like a big giant nut smack, in Stanley? Smack bang in the middle? Hey? Ish? Is it sort of in the middle or is it to the south a bit more? South. Yeah, it is south. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know about you, exactly. but my nuts usually aren't in the middle. <laughs> just <laughs> just to clarify... It's not just a giant acorn or anything. It's like a small mountain that's very flat on the top. It's not just a giant... It isn't an actual nut. Oh, so it's not like a big pineapple or a big banana. Nah, we do have um, we do have a very large potato that's on a stick in a very small town here as well. Tasmania's fucked, I'll be honest. <laughs> yep, nah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Tassie Far Cry 6. Cool. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that soon. Uh, yeah, so, Karen, how you been with uh, lockdown coming to an end, I guess, sort of? Uh, yeah, it's been fine. Um, the city is bustling. Open again? Yeah. It's interesting because, like, everything is definitely a, a hell of a lot busier, but um, mm. there's still restrictions in place on, like, maximum capacities in in stores and buildings and stuff so it's depending on where you are there's like little pockets where it doesn't feel as crazy um but then when you're out in like the like the streets or like train stations or whatever it's it's pretty it's pretty hectic hmm are you seeing a lot of people with masks masks i can't talk masks. yeah masks and stuff yeah yeah definitely everyone's still rocking masks um i was working on Saturday when the protests were happening in the city um that was mayhem there was a lot of people um but mm. everyone was kind of observing social distancing as much as they could and and wearing masks and stuff so that was good mm. but um yeah I don't know it just kind of feels like a little bit of normality now yeah um, yeah I went uh I've been off work for this week Mm. Um, and yeah, this was the week that the cafes, sorry, last week was the week that the cafes sort of reopened, but I haven't really been to anywhere um, yeah. until sort of this week. And, um, yeah, each day it feels like it's getting busier. Like, yeah, I, I went to this cafe just down the street this morning and it was like, it was packed, man. Yeah. Like within, re- I mean, this cafe doesn't really hold that many people to begin with, maybe 30. Uh, so yeah, it just, just felt like normal. Um, but it's good for them because you know I'm kind of mates with a guy who runs it, and it's been a bit of a bit of a slog. Um, yeah, so it's good for them, I guess. Yeah, but... I went back to my local cafe actually for the first time uh, this week, but um, they've apparently been doing really well anyway with you know Uber Eats and stuff okay, still yeah. happening. Um, but it is good to see you know people back in jobs and mm-hmm. places actually busy and stuff again yeah how's uh tassie i haven't been (laughs) how's the giant nut it's still there mate it's uh no it's been getting pretty crazy here as well people like as soon as there was a a whiff of restrictions being eased everyone was like oh cool so everything's over and then just went back to how they were doing things before so there was no easing into it it was just like oh cool everything's back to normal yeah, the podcast. People, people all over the place. Nice, Jordan. How's uh Sydney? I think you guys did you unlock 
restrictions the first out no, of us three? I don't know. All I know is that the people around here were always stupid anyway, so hasn't yeah. helped any different. Love that. Love that for you. All right, should we talk video games? No. Nah. nah. All right. See you later. Let's. So, okay, we'll tip 50. Let's talk about the best things involving the number 50. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, good. Very right. good. Thank you. Um, let's start with what, what we've been playing, then we'll get into some news. We're going to flip it around a bit this week, and then we'll do reviews, and then we'll do the PS5 reactions. don't know Cute. why I said it like that, actually. I wish I didn't. Um, Jordan, what have you been playing? Uh, mostly Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, I got through... The Eden series of raids, that's the Shadowbringers raids. Uh, so now just, just pause for one second. Can I get a show of hands? Actually, I can't see him, so can I just get a, a sound of hands? Who's ever played a game on PS2 called Project Eden? I feel like I have. I feel like I know what that is. It's got like a metal door front cover, which probably gives you that's, wow. nothing. Metal door solid. I've played that one. Um... Okay, well, never mind then. Um, actually, maybe it's not called Project Eden. Yeah, that just gives me some weird movie. Yeah. Let, let me look. Yeah. Some. Game. Uh, oh no, it was on. I played that on Xbox. Yeah, yeah it's definitely called Project Project. Yeah, Eden. yeah. Nice. PS2 and uh, Dreamcast version was cancelled. Yeah, nice. Uh, cool. Carry on, Jordan, with your talk about Eden. Wait, did it uh, not yeah. come out? Sorry. So, uh, as I just said, I finished the Eden series of raids, so that means I have two more raid series to do, and then I'm done with uh, my raids pledge for Final Fantasy fourteen. Jesus. Yeah. So what does that leave? So what does that leave you with? Um. So I feel like the raids were the were the the bulk of your. The the raids were the bulk. I mean, I could I'll tell you how much time I've got in this game right now. I have oh. almost sixteen days of playtime. Jesus Christ, mate. I expected better, to be honest. Uh, truth be told, I think it might be my downfall because I'm enjoying it so much. I don't want to play. Play Project Eden. Oh, I might have to. It's got a metal door. Yeah, I don't know where the metal door came from. I don't think it actually does have a metal door on the front. It's got a metal logo thing. Yeah. All right. So that leaves me with that guy. <laughs> that'll leave me with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, mm. A Hat in Time, Divinity Original Sin 2, Moonlighter, oh, yeah, that's pretty big. Sundered oh. Eldritch Edition, Hand of Fate 2, and A Plague Tale. That's right, you got fucking heaps. Well, good luck. You're not going to need it. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, I actually just started playing the, uh, the new season of Destiny 2, because that launched, and it doesn't seem like it's poo-poo like the last three seasons were. Nice. What a win. Yeah. Cool. Adam, what do you got for us? Uh, mainly Apex this week. Um, and Rocket sure. League. I've just fallen into the old the old faithfuls. The yep. Um, also a bit of Hotline Miami on the Switch, because that's a good time. Um, and then a couple of review games. But yeah, mainly just the, the old faithfuls this week. Nice comfort mm. games, you know. There should it's be a cold outside. Hotline Miami where you play a slut and it's called Thoughtline Miami. Jesus. <laughs> Poor boy. No. 
Um, but yeah, my my gaming this week has very much been it's cold outside. I'll make myself a cup of tea and then just play games that I'm super familiar with, which has been a good time. I'll be honest, it's been really nice. Are you familiar with them? Uh, just we're friends from way back. You know, known them for quite a while. Uh, okay, yep, uh, that's good. Went They're in Tazu, he knows everyone. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Every game. Actually, uh, about that, uh, Adam, you copped a uh, copped a spray, mate, on the social medias. What from? For not knowing someone in Tassie. When is this? Oh, I know. What I... You copped a huge spray. In fact, we might not even we we might be down one listener this week. Oh no! Because Dylan from Tasmania, the only one that's in Tasmania, he uh, was not pleased. Oh no! He, he, oh, was, no. he was very upset. So, oh. and just you he know, said he knows I, you. I, I, I get, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, I know him. He uh, he's served me many times. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness! Oh. No, nah, I made that up. Um, oh, you bastard! To, God damn! Dylan. <laughs> uh, you fucker! You uh, had me too. Yeah. I felt what, so what guilty. You yeah, should you should have left it like that, Zach, and then just say at the end, oh, that whole thing at the beginning of the podcast, I was joking. Yeah, never nah, mind. I can see that it uh, impacted him greatly. Oh, so. God. How's your heart rate, mate? Oh, it's dreadful. Oh, I'm going to need a second, boys. All right. You got one. Thanks. All right. Kieran. Yeah. What do you got for us? Uh, what have I been playing? I haven't played a lot this week, actually. It's been a quiet one. Um, I actually just before the podcast played a couple hours of, well, maybe like an hour and a half of, uh, Beyond Blue, which I've mentioned in previous episodes and I'm very excited for. Um, so that comes out, uh, that'll be out when this podcast comes out, but I've only just sort of got around to starting it. Um, it's cool so far. I mean, it is pretty much what I expected. It's just a game where you swim around kind of ocean areas and scan wildlife and learn about them and stuff. Um, but it's kind of presented like you're, uh, in charge of running a, like a, a live stream where you sort of track all these different ocean animals. And there's like a kind of a story of like the main character, her name's Mariah and she's got all this family stuff going on that kind of plays out in between going on dives, which is kind of, I don't know, feels a bit weird, but, um, I guess it, provides some kind of story element um but yeah after an hour and a half i kind of have a pretty good grasp of what it is and it's super chill and relaxing and it's got a weirdly cool soundtrack with like the flaming lips and stuff on it i don't know um so i got a question for you yeah i just i think i just cut you off no no you didn't i was done um that you know that's how we usually anyway um so the name beyond blue yes Obviously, I don't know if this is a global thing, but here in Australia, there's a, um, I think, is it a, is it a men's depression or is it just a depression thing? Yeah, it's, it's men's, men's health. Yeah. Um, does that, does Beyond Blue, that game, does that have those sort of themes? Because no. I, I, I always thought it was like a relaxing game to sort of, um, yeah, you know, take away the stress and whatnot, maybe. Yeah. Um, like if it, I don't think so. Like it doesn't, it definitely no, like, doesn't sort association. of. Nah, nah. Okay, cool. um, I just, I it's actually like it's associated with um, Blue Planet, like in the BBC. Oh, really? So it's like I should know that. inspired by Blue Planet 2. Like it's like it references Blue Planet 2 in the game. And I think you can 
I haven't watched any of them, but you can unlock like videos, like actual footage of ocean dives and stuff. Um, so yeah, they like collaborated with the, with the BBC to make it. Um, so yeah, nothing to do with anything to do with, uh, depression or anything like that, but it is super chill and relaxing. Um, and there's not really much like, there's no sense of urgency in anything you're doing that is at least so far anyway, in the couple of levels that I've played. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I'm enjoying it. Nice. Um, um, anything I else? It, I think or... that's about it, really. But nothing else out of the ordinary. All right. I've got a couple of things for you mm. um, <clears throat> that we'll sort of talk about a bit later on. Um, but I bought and re-downloaded, reinstalled and replayed Rise. Yeah, Son you of did. Look out. Um, I probably played maybe half an hour. So Just like a, you've played like you're on the second playthrough now. <laughs> um, no, this isn't the mean, order. Yeah, it was it was like it was like five bucks. So I was like, oh yeah, because I was messaging Jordan. I was like, oh, do you reckon it's going to look better on the One X or on the 1070 graphics card? And he's like, oh, graphics card. So I was like, all right, well, I'll throw five bucks at it, and yeah, it looks it looks great. Um, he, he actually videotaped it. He threw a five dollar note at his graphics card, <laughs> and, it, and it loaded up Rise. <laughs> so yeah, for uh, for a, what 2013 game, mm. um, still looks yeah like very very good. Uh, definitely yeah, like uh, I mean I loved it when I first played it, but yeah, you can kind of feel. I mean like I still enjoy it, but I think I can I can kind of see a bit now why it was flawed if you want to call it that. Um, but I still quite like the story and the setting, so that's been good fun. Um, and that's actually it. Sorry, that's all I've played. There's nothing else that. Ah. Um, yeah, I thought there was something else, but I realised that was last week. So, um, that's the end of that. I just that's don't, news. I just don't think I'll ever go anywhere near Rise because the one person who said that it was good was a mate of mine that also liked Zach Duke Jackson Nukem forever. Yeah, Last that one. too. Liked Duke Nukem Forever, so I just don't think... Oh, my God. That game is bomb. Yeah, so I just don't think I can go anywhere near it. Rise is good. Mate, you probably get it for, for, for work, for, for work, from work, for like five bucks. Yeah, nah. Just just throw the five bucks, it'll come. <laughs> I'll try throwing Same. it out my window and see what happens. Please do. Uh, all right, news. So, not a huge week of news this week. That's it. Big, That's yeah. the news. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Uh, we'll start with, I guess we spoke about it just previously, but uh, Far Cry 6. Uh, press start. Shout outs to uh, Big Shannon there. Uh, he's reporting that Game Reactor is reporting that Far Cry 6 is getting revealed next month. Mm. Uh, that, I guess it's probably been a while since. Was that was Far Cry 5 last year? It's the year, year before. before. Thank you, before. New Dawn yeah. was last year? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Far Cry Five was uh, yeah two years ago with the um, the American sort of religious cult kind of thing going on. Uh, apparently, Far Cry Six will not be set in North America, but a more exotic location, South uh, America, in- Tasmania. Yes, That's it, Tassie. That's, it Far Cry. There's one thing that Tassie's known for, and it's the word exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we don't get big nuts in the middle of the, <laughs> of the country. <laughs> 
Exotic. Far Cry, Stanley's big nut. That's it, mate. If you had to... <laughs> nut actually, that, well, See, that's the main character, Stanley, and his nickname is Big Nut. <laughs> he just shoots his nut. This <laughs> wanking simulator. Oh, I don't know why I find the conversation surrounding Stanley so funny, but it gets me good. Oh, God. Um, all right, if you had to give us an exotic location... <laughs> Where would you want Far Cry Six to be to be set? Chernobyl. Wow. Ooh. The Bermuda Triangle. That's a good one. Don't know how that's going to work though. The Bermuda Triangle. Mm. Well, you just don't come out of the game. Water. No, he's saying oh. that Ubisoft's maps usually square, not triangular. <laughs> I'm shaking my head right now. Uh, I'm going to say. The Maldives. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say um, Mauritius. <laughs> I was going to, but then <laughs> I want to cry. Oh, because of my cancelled trip. Oh. Uh, uh, who's not said one? Yeah, Maybe. I'd like because they Far Cry Two was Africa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd like. I'd be keen to to go back to that sort of setting if they could explore some like another region of Africa. I think because I think that was a a cool game that maybe I mean it doesn't hold up nowadays. But I'd like to see that setting get another crack. I've changed my mind. It's going to be Bali. No, oh, and, you, and your main character wears like a bintang tank top, <laughs> <laughs> thongs. <laughs> Oh, I want this now. Gets, it's this. You walk down the street to get, I don't know, what do you get? Something, and you get bootleg DVDs. Yeah, that's a hit. Um, no, but uh, in all seriousness, I would love to see an Australian setting. I think that, that'd be cool, but I don't know. How. Would it be like, yeah, what aspect? Like, would it be present day, or would it be like a weird future post apocalypse thing, or? I'll go present. Oh, like good question. There's not a lot of guns in Australia. Well, like you know. I'm telling you, set it in Ross. Do it, you cowards. (laughs) (laughs) Not too sure. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna go post-apocalyptic. Scomo is the um the boss. I would like a Mad Max style Far Cry game, like with all the vehicles and shit. Because Far Cry's fun so with like, vehicles. So, like, Just Cause? Yeah, no. No, just go play Rage. Yeah, like Rage, but good. The first one. Go play the yeah, first so, Rage. Yeah, so Just Cause. Exotic, vehicles, guns. Yeah, but he wants it to be good. <laughs> well, you can't, have all, you, you can't have all three and be good, mate. Vikings. That fixes everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Do Far Cry have... Uh, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Move on. Uh, now I'm going to absolutely butcher this name, but Vikings... No, don't know why I said Vikings. Kingdoms of <laughs> Amala Reckoning. Uh, there you go. Getting, you nailed it. He's getting a... Is it a remaster or is it a remake? It's a remaster. Remaster. Called the Re-Reckoning. And it's coming in August. It got leaked on the Microsoft Store. And then oh, they, they love leaking stuff, don't they? Almost immediately, 
their official Twitter was like, surprise, it's a thing. Uh, and that's about, that's about the, the short of it at the moment. No uh, trailers or anything like that yet, but it's confirmed. Hmm. There was a big um, uh, games radar like event this weekend. I'm pretty sure. I th- I'm pretty sure it's games radar. Like, Isn't there IGN games festival summer of games? Nah, nah, I think it's games radar because Red Thread Games have got a game being shown at that event. I wore their new project. I have a quick. I have a quick. Do a quick Google, mate. Quick Google on the potty. Yeah, future game show. Oh yeah, Games Radar. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll see it there. Not too sure. Maybe not. Uh, who played the first one? I've never really even. I don't think the name's familiar, but I don't. I was anything. super hyped about that game. I um I was working at Game when that came out. Actually, Ooh. that's a blast from the past. Yeah. Um, and literally everyone that worked there was super keen for it and i think we all really liked it actually but it kind of flopped Hmm. so yeah that's interesting like bankrupted like a city in the u.s it was like bankrolled by like a government it was like rhode island or something yeah it was a whole thing jesus and didn't like, like the, an ex baseball player like borrowed money from the state and then it flopped and then he defaulted and almost got charged. And then THQ snapped it up. THQ bought and the license. As they did. Chucked a fucking upscaler on it and it's going to charge Dang. us another 80 bucks. And we'll pay it. And we'll, yep, I am. I will. Yeah, so I will too. It's, it's actually a really uh, good game and I'm excited to just just to be able to play it on a system where it won't be like 15 frames per second. I think that's like going to be the biggest change. So it'll just be like 20. Yeah. I was going to say like 15 to 16. (laughs) Anywhere in between there. Yeah. With dynamic resolution scaling on. (laughs) So the game is blurry (laughs) as hell. (laughs) Um, All right. Another news, the dead space writer, I think Mm -hmm. Um, Anthony, sorry, Anthony, Johnston uh, teased on Twitter that he's working on a big video game for almost two years uh, and encouraged people to watch Sony's PS5 games reveal event on Thursday. Mm. Well, sorry, on our Friday, mm. so you would have already seen it. But um, I wonder what it could be. There's no... I don't think this article here on TechRadar doesn't have any, um, any hints or anything. Uh, the only thing that I can see mentioned is... Silent Hill, but I was gonna say uh, like that. That would be my like wild card guess. Um, but yeah, there's nothing else to go on. So unless it's a new Dead Space, which I don't think is possible, nah, or a remake or a remaster, again probably not likely. Yeah, no. It's a new. It's a a horror themed wipeout game. That'd be kind of cool, I think. I don't know how it would work, but it'd be cool. Uh, Jordan, do you want to talk about Destiny 2 DLC? Yeah, so uh, last night, or I guess this morning actually at 2am, Bungie had a live stream reveal for the future of Destiny. 
Uh, and actually, he spoke about a couple of things. Uh, basically, uh, well, as I just said, you know, season um, season 11 is out now. And like I said, it's not poo-poo, which is nice. But what was more surprising was that they openly um, revealed the next three expansions. So the first one is called Beyond Light. Um, that's coming in September 22nd. Uh, it's taking the players to the destination of Europa. Uh, and it's adding new, like, uh, frost-based subclasses, which is really cool. Uh, and it, if I read the text for, the, like, the splash text stuff correctly, it'll have up to three raids, one of which is actually bringing back the Vaults of Glass from Destiny 1. And they're bringing it into Destiny 2, which is cool. And they're bringing back a whole bunch of things from Destiny 1 into Destiny 2, which is awesome. Um, but then they actually, um, they also spoke about their new content vault. So uh, less played and less popular content in the game is going to be vaulted and taken out of the game to make sure the game doesn't become stupidly large like Modern Warfare. Um, and so they'll just cycle these things in and out of rotation. Uh, so on September 22nd, when the new expansion comes out, the destinations Io, Titan, Mercury, Mars, and Leviathan will be cycled out and not be accessible. That That's quite a big chunk of the game. Um, but going past that, uh, then in 2021, they have uh, the Witch Queen expansion, which is just going to start like actually closing out a story for once. Um, people that have played Shadowkeep or any of Destiny 2 really will know what that means. Uh, and then in 2022, they have Destiny 2 Lightfall, which is really cool. And then on top of that, they also mentioned that Destiny 2 is coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Um, it's going to have intergenerational crossplay. So PS4, PS5, Xbox One with Xbox Series, whatever. Um, and uh, it's going to support the... Um, the, I forgot what the system was called on Xbox Smart Smart Delivery. It's basically going to have that on both platforms. So if you have it on, if you have any of the content on PS4, you have it on PS5. So you're not paying for double for anything. So yeah, it's really good, and it's going to run at 4K 60 FPS on next gen consoles. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. No fourth nice. No, no fourth nice. Um, cool. Uh, so I also read on Twitter, and this might have been a thing previously, but I think maybe I've only just noticed it, but there's not going to be a Destiny 3 or something no, else. No, there really. is going to be, be like Destiny a... 3. So this is, this is something that old mate, your your mate, uh, Jason Schreier, spoke about. I uh, said one of the biggest points of contention between Bungo and Activision was that, uh, that that's the affectionate name for Bungie. Um, huh. One of the contentions between uh, Activision and them was that Bungie wanted... Uh, Destiny to be more of like an evolving live service game whereas Activision just wanted annualized sequels and yeah, so right. that's that's why you know Bungie have you know put their thought and said there will be no Destiny 3 which is a bit of a shame because their engine's a piece of crap but you know whatever alright so it's just going to be called Destiny 2 just forever I think eventually they might just drop the 2 yeah, yeah that's awkward. It'd be the. Yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah, that, that it would make. definitely be the smart move to make. I can see them with them starting to bring looking. old, um, old <laughs> content back, 
once they bring enough of the old content back, then they drop the two. Yeah, that would make sense. Hmm. I need to drop the two. Oh. <laughs> All right. In some quick uh, news that's uh, hit my mail inbox 11 hours ago. Uh, Aussie-made game Elden Path of the Forgotten has a release date. Yeah, boy. Uh, it's a game that we checked out at PAX. That's by um, the one by One Rat? Is that... One by run, One Rat. One, one guy, One Rat. One... Uh, Dylan J. Oh. Walker, he's a solo developer, so he's making this game. The interesting thing here, though, uh, Kieran, is that... So does he never out. have to obey traffic lights? <sighs> and that's Jesus. the podcast for the week. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? The Elden Path of the, of the Forgotten will launch on Nintendo Switch. Mm. Utomic and Steam on July 9, Xbox and PS4 to come later. That Which is interesting because when we were speaking with him at PAX, Kieran, mm. uh, he was very big on launching on all platforms at one time. Yeah, and I remember that. It was meant to come in February the 20th or something like that, but mm. it came and went without anything. Um, so interesting that, yeah, that, that, that they've gone down, or that he's gone down this path now. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended. I guess maybe the it was being pushed back because of issues with other platforms. Mm. And now it's like, well, we could get it out now on two platforms or just keep waiting kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I guess maybe I c- perhaps also they like they need to see some money come back in. Yeah. Or, like want to fund any sort of more, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but it's cool though. It's coming, it's coming out. July 9. Um, we might have something about it up on the website if you want to check it out. I, yeah, there must be something from PAX last year. It's like a little pixel uh, Dark Soulsy Lovecraft in game. Um, you were really I, good I at it. You, I was actually I was not too bad. I was better than at that than the other one I played um, the other week. Fucking sucked that. Couldn't even get past the first boss, mate. Because um, you know why? He was asking me math questions. Hey, uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that deserved more. Um, the other big news we got here is that uh, some more, or potential more, uh, Resident Evil 8 details have leaked. Mm. Are there any rumours at this stage? Uh, there is a post on the website, but it, it does come with a spoiler warning. Uh, and even though I'm a big Resident Evil 8 fan, I did kind of read them, Um so I won't talk about them individually, but they're pretty interesting. Some of it's sort of what you've already, know, what's been um, leaked previously. Um, but yeah, there's some stuff in there. It, mm, yeah, I'll say. It's like, a, it sounds a little bit like a, of a hybrid between Hari 4 and sort of 7 a bit, uh, which is kind of cool. But yeah, we'll, we'll wait to see. If any of it is true, mm. fully expecting this to be revealed at the PS5 event. So maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Let's talk reviews. Adam, give us a quick rundown of what you're playing on the Nintendo Switch. Yes, on the Switch, I've been playing um, The Outer Worlds. 
um, which I had very, very briefly played on Xbox One. Um, I think I played maybe 20 minutes, half an hour of it, went, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to play heaps of this, uh, and then proceeded to not go back to it until now. Um, so, Jordan, you originally reviewed it for mm-hmm. us back when it released first year, and you yep. gave it a, a nine. Did I um, it? Yeah, yeah, I had a look at it earlier in the day. Okay, um, yeah, I gave it a nine. So overall, like the game is, it is great. The writing is fantastic. Um, it's all very tongue in cheek and I'm really enjoying that part of it. And it, it is a, a great RPG, um, but you know, I'm looking at it on the switch and that's kind of where it gets let down. Cause the game just does not look or run very well at all. Um, if you're standing like two feet from something, the textures will be a bit rough, but you know, pretty serviceable. You go into something this size on the switch kind of knowing that it's going to have a bit of a visual downgrade um but if you step back any further than yeah about two feet you're going to have a a pretty rough time the draw distance is just awful um so instead of yeah being really heavy-handed with pop-ins and stuff like that the game kind of goes for just this blurring of all the textures um but instead of you know making it run a lot smoother you just kind of get general shapes and colors it just looks like a bit of a, a muddy mess um so yeah the trade-off is it's just really not worth it at all um initially aside from that it ran pretty well in the early stages of the game but then when you go on to fight uh probably more than like two or three enemies at once the frame rate takes a pretty big dive as well um, which was kind of it's it's one saving grace mechanically because i was like oh look the you know it looks like shit, but it runs all right. But then, it yeah, it takes a, a pretty big dive a bit later on. Um, I found with the frame rate being shaky as well as that kind of texture blur, I almost found myself getting a bit motion sick. I don't know yep. if it's because it was on like the small screen so close. Um, no, and no, no. those low, low all... inconsistent frame rates can do that to you. It's just, like yeah, frame rates don't usually have too much of an issue, but that with just that terrible texture blur just it yeah it like i was playing in bed and then just kind of had to turn it off and lay down because i was just feeling a bit yeah yikes is that when keith said you're ready to play eternity (laughs) there no comment um so (laughs) docked it runs better um textures aren't as awful and the frame rate's a little better um and that's when i kind of started to enjoy it a lot more but then it kind of hit me that the whole point of it, like the the big selling point of it being on Switch and having that mobility was kind of lost. Because um, if I'm going to buy something on the Switch, it's usually with the added benefit that I can take it with me and play it on the go. And the only time I actually enjoyed it is when I had it in docked mode. Um, so yeah, overall, like the, the game's great. The writing's awesome. The world is definitely worth being a part of just probably don't play it on the switch just play it on pc ps4 xbox one you'll have a much better time of it yeah that's that's pretty much my my general thoughts well thank yeah. you for sharing no worries mate nice clear and concise they were <laughs> you, mate. no you as as always that's what dot points you, will do that's Mr. Ryan. sad to hear though yeah i was a... i was genuinely really looking forward to it um but it just kind of made me realize that RPGs like that that are a bit more involved 
are kind of they are better off when you have time to devote to them like i for the the bits that i i did play handheld which i played a fair bit of it when i would jump back into it because i needed to go to work or you know come off a break or whatever once i went back to it i kind of just didn't remember where i was at whereas usually when you um when you're playing something like that you kind of leave it at a space where you know you can pick it back up again so yeah Mm. i don't know it's just it was a bit bit of a disconnect there as well yeah stick to the other consoles for that game i guess pretty much so just a quick question do you reckon there's a uh what's how i'm trying to say this question um Big games like this, why do you think that they bring them to the Switch when there's the potential for a inferior um, experience? I think because so many people ask for it, but they don't think about the caveats before it comes out. Like people go, oh, fuck yeah, that'd be awesome on the Switch. But the, the hardware doesn't always allow for it so like the idea of it being on the switch is great but in practice it it isn't so i think a a lot of companies maybe listen to the the people screaming out for it but those people don't understand maybe all of the the negatives that will come with a switch port and the the install base for the switch is massive as well like yeah almost almost the same as the xbox one so it's like if it's going to be on the xbox one like why not put it on the switch kind of thing too? Yeah, sure. Cause you, you, like it's the same size of market and maybe, and maybe there was like a, an expectancy that people playing on switch would want that kind of game, you know, at this point in time as well. Like there's yeah. obviously going to be a lot of research that goes into it. They're not, gonna, mm. they're not just going to willy nilly just go, Oh yeah, we'll put that on the switch. Yeah. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of it has to go to like, if, if there's like, you're hitting a different market, I suppose there's families that, have just a nintendo product because they have kids and they're like oh yeah i don't really game but you know my kids do but then if a game comes out that you know appeals to them they go oh you know it's a shame it's on ps4 or xbox one only and then it pops up on the switch they go oh fuck it now i get to play it so i'll play it on my kids console but yeah it might be a bit junky on the switch hmm bummer cool yeah uh all right Adam, you're going to talk to us again in a moment. Yes. Uh, so as I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the episode, Ash Whaling, uh, shout-outs to Ash, couldn't be here tonight for the 50th ep. So he and I had a chat earlier today about Disintegration, which launches on June 16. Uh, the embargo actually drops tonight. So if you're listening in the future, uh, the review will be out. But he and I had a quick chat about it, and you can listen to that now. All right, yeah, in this little special segment here, Ash is going to talk about Disintegration, which drops next week, I think, on the 16th, if yep, I'm Yep, 16th of correctly. June is uh, what all the marketing is saying. So not just yet, but, you know, next week is sort of it. But the embargo actually ends tonight, Wednesday, June 10, uh, at 11 p.m., so you can read our review then, if you're listening in the future, you can. Um, Bash is going to talk about it. He's been playing it for a few days, maybe a week. Yep. Um, talk to us. I actually 
checked my Steam, I've got like something thirty odd hours in the game, and the story wasn't that long. But apparently, I kept playing it, so you know, I definitely put my time in. Thirty hours. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know where that time came from. I think it's because I had the long weekend. I just sort of started playing it and then sort of forgot to stop. But you know, it it definitely flew by. Um. So Disintegration, obviously, it's from V1 Interactive, which I don't think they've done anything else. But uh, the big, big name there is it's one of the original creators of Halo that sort of set this up. And that's where the, the world of Disintegration is coming from his mind. So um, the interesting thing about this review is that it was a completely blind review, wasn't it? I had no actual idea about the game's existence, short of you telling me its name at the time that you asked me to review it. Yeah, so we had, I guess, planned for a different reviewer uh, but then when codes were, uh, were distributed we only had access to to pc uh early doors so yeah, you got the call a, up we had a platform discrepancy we had somebody holding a ps4 controller and a code that didn't correspond to his console of choice <laughs> why, i'm sure why isn't it working yeah about to say you can just try and plug it in it just doesn't seem to work but i mean i'm sure adam will have some words to say about this at some point i think it's his baby more so than it's mine but you know, 30-odd hours over three and a half days, it's pretty impressive. I just, I don't know, I think I just took re- like a really long time with the campaign and then sort of the multiplayer and the challenges stuff. I just sort of got into that one. But as far as the game's concerned, I mean, I guess quickly a recap on how it actually works. Um, Disintegration is sort of an RTS-FPS hybrid. Uh, the way that it works is that you, the player, are uh, sort of mounted on a thing called a grav cycle, which in my review I describe it as one part pod racer, uh, one part motorcycle in two parts weapons platform and basically what you do is zoom your way around the battlefield commanding group forces uh sort of ground troops that you you know that obviously do different abilities uh, that you use different ones in different missions and in multiplayer you have sort of unique ground troops depending on what faction you're playing and uh yeah i mean it's sort of a case of trying to balance the uh, first person shooter elements sort of like you know how well you aim and sort of you know your movement as far as the grab cycle is concerned but then also sort of trying to manage the troops on the ground to make sure that they're uh, obviously not getting shot to pieces uh that they're prioritizing the right targets uh trying to get their position sort of correct so that way you know you can try and dominate the battlefield as it were and then um they each have their own unique abilities that you can actually leverage into sort of Things like grenades that go out, uh, concussive blasts, and my favorite is this giant slow field that'll actually like grab enemy troops and slow them to a crawl. And even like projectiles that are in the air will actually slow down while going through it. So it's a great way of sort of controlling that space. It's really quite unique, very interesting. And um, yeah, I mean, going into it blind, it really sort of surprised the hell out of me. Nice. So you just touched on before that it's from one of the creators of halo how um influential is that series in this is it just part of the dna or does it feel very very different i think it's familiar in the sense that like there's a lot of care put into the world building um there's a lot of sort of careful thought put into sort of making sure that not all the answers are given straight away um i think the part that i liked i really liked about the game was the fact that the narrative and the characters that were in it had a lot of just attention given to making sure that they they were interesting or that they had a bit of depth to them not not in anything that's going to completely blow your mind but it just it's the kind of game that it would have been so easy just to fall on each one of them sort of being a stereotype or a trope i mean the the world of disintegration is based around this idea that due to you know social stuff going down the toilet the economy's crap there's sickness there's all kinds of horrible things happening natural disasters is a big one 
that um basically so it sounds a, like 2020 yeah pretty much that's the funny they even say the word pandemic and i'm like oh yeah this is what i got to look forward to later um but the basically the the point is that the world is crap and this company's decided hey we can actually put your brain in a robot and that way you can just hang out and be a robot for a while and when the earth's slightly less crap you can go back to being an organic being how does that sound and it's called integration that's that's what happens when you get turned into a robot so the idea of this disintegration is that each of the characters that you sort of interact with for the most part i mean there are some humans but you specifically you're one of these integrated individuals and your friends are integrated individuals and the the, the sort of the hook of the game is that there's this massive conglomerate of i've, I've referred to them as dead shits because they're just really bad people um they're called the rayon and they're a group of integrated um robot people that just decided no let's all just be robots forever let's just completely enforce our will on everybody and just if you have any ideas about becoming human again we're not gonna let you do it and they're just douchebags it's the best way to put it <sighs> nice mm, and so, so how's it play it's because you, you said it's yeah. a rts fps hybrid so yeah it's it well this is the interesting thing is that a lot of people try to sort of uh hybridize genres and try and do the whole hey we're gonna put like little gameplay loops from this genre in this genre and like it's treacherous ground like companies have gone bust trying to make games like this and i mean some of the, some of my favorite games have been like hybrid genres like if you've ever heard of a game called savage uh natural selection had some similar things it's hard to pull off now the systems at play in disintegration are very simplistic but very straightforward so i mean it's a bit of a double-edged sword the ground unit management stuff is incredibly focused on just you sort of point them in the direction you want to do what you the direction of where you want them to go you tell them what you want them to do and they do it based off contextual things in the game world you click on an enemy they're going to shoot that enemy you know you click on a box they're going to open that box you're going to click on a button they're going to push that button that's sort of the length and breadth of it which can be a little frustrating because you sort of can't do really involved interesting maneuvers like if i'm controlling four guys i can't say you two big heavy hitters you go up front and then you two range people go around the side that's not available to the game that's what frustrated me with it so saying it has rts elements it's true it does but that's kind of where it stops you command your ground forces period not you command your ground forces in a wide variety of ways. You just command them, as in you push a button, and that issues the command. <laughs> and that's what sort of stuck with me. All right. So you mentioned um, you probably took a long time to play the campaign. How how deep is the narrative? And, I mean, is it, is it a narrative that you would play the game for, or do you play it for uh, the gameplay, if that question sort of makes sense? I... I actually feel like, I mean, the narrative itself was interesting. The characters were unique. And I mean, the fact that sort of you have all these different sort of robotic individuals, like I said, it's it's hard to make a robotic individual interesting or to give it depth or actually make it anything but a one-dimensional character. But they managed to pull it off, which is really impressive. I actually found myself in between missions as a hub area where you can go and talk to people. And you can skip it. You can just start the next mission. But I chose to actually go, hey, I'm going to go talk to Doyle, the really big, heavy-hitting guy who, in his previous you know, human life, he was a cop. Interesting. That kind of stuff. And I enjoyed that stuff. So the narrative has all these interesting little character moments put through it. But the actual overarching story is a, it's a bit trite. It's a bit straightforward. It's a bit what you'd expect. But I actually said in my review that it's interesting because it takes a lot of established sort of tropes and ideas, but tries to put sort of slightly fresh twists on them so like it's all familiar but it's told in a fun way 
Is and it then it just a, ends. Is it that's, a linear yeah. or an open world sort of game? Nah, it's linear. Super linear. Yeah. You go from point A to B to C. And I mean, the, the missions themselves, it's interesting that sort of when you go into a mission, you have your overarching objective, but if, between every level, you can go talk to NPCs and they'll alert you to certain things that you can do within that mission. So the mission itself might be like, hey, go, go salvage these three machines because they'll help us do things. But then you get like an, a bonus objective that's like, well, you can actually salvage seven. You just need to find them all. And like, I probably one of the reasons why I spent so much time playing the game is because I actually really enjoyed the bonus missions because that made you go to places and do things you usually wouldn't. Like the levels themselves aren't tiny. They're actually, I mean, when you sort of look closely at them, you start to realize that they're sort of very well curated sort of corridors of going from one set piece to another. But because they're so big, it doesn't really feel stifling. But you start realizing that because you have this degree of movement with the grav cycle, you can actually start doing really interesting things like... I found I could actually wedge myself between two trees and sort of go through a tree line that I didn't know I could. And that's where I discovered one of the bonus objectives. I was like, hey, I never would have thought to look here. I would have missed this. I've got that bonus objective. It gives me something excellent in the game. I'm happy. You know, that kind of stuff. And it means that the game world feels encouraged to explore it and rewarding for doing so. And it means that, you know, you spend a lot more time in the missions than you might originally intend to, but it's not a bad thing. All right, so I'm hearing mostly good things. Is there anything that brings it down, or is it just good? You asking for me to justify why I gave it a low school? I mean... Of course not. No. Well, the truth is, I enjoyed the game, and I enjoyed the ideas behind it, but I cannot ignore its faults. The game hinges around your ground troops sort of doing their ground troop thing. And I mean, the whole idea is that the ground troops that you command... They all have different classes, they all do different things, and with your incredibly specific context-sensitive go-here-do-that kind of situation, it means that if you're not micromanage them, uh, micromanaging them and you're leaving them to their own devices, that's when you get to watch the game's AI do its thing. Now, throughout the game, I sort of stared at the enemies, and I was playing on not the hardest difficulty, but sort of the, the recommended difficulty, the one below it. And I was marvelling at how the enemies were kind of like they'd flank you and they'd do this stuff and then I'd stop and look at my own dudes and they were like it's like they were eating crayons and picking their nose and just doing all kinds of weird stuff that I just couldn't understand they path in weird ways like they'll just go the long way to get to anything um, if you tell them to do something my god you need to keep an eye on them like I say go push that button and then I'll check on them and like they haven't actually pushed it yet they've sort of got halfway there and stopped so I have to sort of mash my do this button to get them to do it what I'm saying is the AI sucks. There's just no way to sugarcoat it. I mean, honestly, it's probably nothing that can't be fixed with, like, a patch or two. And I think the game, like, I think the developers really want to try and push the uh, the multiplayer portion of the game where you have a great deal less troops in play. But it's still just so hard to ignore such a glaring fault. Speaking of the multiplayer, how did you go with that i know that you messaged me over the weekend or during the week or whenever it was time is nothing at the moment time means and, nothing uh, in the pandemic and uh, yeah, i think you were struggling to find a game how'd you end up going the, the, ma- the matchmaking's at specific times but there's also a sandbox mode but the multiplayer is a hell of a lot more hectic in a good way so instead of like being one person with like you know half a dozen dudes on the ground, when you get into multiplayer, it's teams of like four, I think. I never, I don't know, it might be five, but I saw at least four people per team, 
Each person gets their own grav bike, each person has a set number of troops on the ground, and depending on the factions you choose is what kind of guys you actually have on the ground. So if you, you could play as like a particular faction, and they're all really cool, like they're all visually impressive and interesting, there's like a, a faction that looks like they're straight out like the 80s neon age, and there's ones that look like Mad Max dudes, they're really cool. You pick a dude, you get your grav cycle with specific weapons, you get specific ground troops, and that determines your playstyle. So there's ones that are like hard hitters that are slow, but they actually mash you like a truck. Uh, there's like flitting mosquito dudes that are a hell of a lot faster and sort of zap you from range. And basically you go into particular levels and start doing things based around like point capture or capture the flag. And I feel that that is sort of the onus of where the game's supposed to carry itself. Sort of like the, the campaign's interesting and fun and the characters are interesting, but it's supposed to be like, hey, people are going to get involved, they're going to play for a long while, and they're going to do like, like, I don't know, whether it's sort of comp-based stuff, whether people are going to have ladders. It's a high skill ceiling based around a very interesting sort of gameplay experience that I hope it finds an audience, but I just, I don't know how well it's going to capture people with just sort of, there's a lot of learning to be done before you can actually call yourself, finger quote, good at the game. All right. Overall, what do you think? Overall, I like the game. I did not score it highly because the issues that I that I actually encountered were hard to ignore. But I personally really want to see it succeed. It is an interesting world. It's unique game mechanics. All of the things that I had problems with can be fixed. I, f I firmly feel like it's going to be the kind of game that's probably going to have, if it gets one, the perfect sequel. It's the kind of series that it's found a good idea. It needs to refine it more. I just don't think they've quite nailed it here. All right. And for everyone listening who hasn't read your review, what did you score it? I gave it a 6 out of 10, which is part of the well-played scoring system, says that it has a crack, which it does. My issue is that the money that you might pay up front for it right now might leave you feeling a little bit underwhelmed. All righty. Well, that's Disintegration, uh, June 16. You can play that on uh, Steam, PS4, or Xbox One. Uh, cool, so that was Ash's Disintegration review. Adam, you've had a chance to jump into it I can't believe well. the racist things that he said. I know, yeah, right? What a dick. I was asking him questions, and the motherfucker just kept going like I was not even here. <laughs> right, oh, Ash. Thought we were friends. That's cool, mate. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Adam, you've actually heard Ash's review. Yes, uh, I have. You were pretty keen for this game. Yep. You've only dabbled a little bit so far, but uh, yeah, tell us, does Ash speak for you? Do you have your own thoughts? Um, he he nails it pretty well. Like um, like he says, the this there's a single player and a multiplayer element. Um, I think the multiplayer is definitely the the focus. Um, that V1 want to go with because it, it definitely has the the potential to have like an esports crowd, I suppose, because it is that first person RTS hybrid. Um, but the the bit that's grabbed me so far, like I've only played maybe two hours of it today. I only got it installed um, this morning. Um, but the story of it and the world and all the characters are actually really intriguing. Like the, the writing's not going to win any Oscars. Um, but the characters are all really likable uh, and very human, despite them being mechanical. Um, like Ash touches on, he he says that he thought they were going to fall into stereotypes, but then you kind of realise that they they do they are a bit more well rounded than you than you might you know initially think. 
Um, and that's at least going to keep me playing through the, the single player portion of it. Um, just because the game does have a lot of character um, and it is pretty well thought out. Um, the multiplayer side, I haven't had a chance to touch on um, just because it's, it's not out yet. And the, the matchmaking is pretty limited at the moment. Um, but the, the general gameplay is, it is odd. Um, but yeah, the, the main thing is the, the AI that he touches on being pretty rough is, is pretty true. Like your, your squad mates, if you don't babysit them, just go off and do their own thing, which can be pretty frustrating, but I'm not too much into the old RTS genre. So it's, it's serviceable for me. Um, but yeah, I'll probably stick with it though. All right. Uh, I think that's all, isn't it? We don't really have anything else to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can just, just wrap her up. Just call it. Just call call it? It. Oh wait, no, sorry. There, there, there was that one game. Um, that what's I've it? spent like the past week playing. I what's it called again? What's on the tip of my tongue? I think it's a. I think it's a big game. Yeah. Um, no, I, over the past week, I've had the the privilege, the honour, the prestige, other words, to uh, be playing The Last of Us Part Two. Whoa! So shout outs to Big Oof. Sony. Shout outs to Big Naughty Dogs. Huge. Shout outs to Palm and shout outs just just shout outs. Um, I finished it. Finished it this morning. Well, actually, midday. Uh, so I lied. Not a good start. Uh, disclaimer for everyone who is listening: uh, the review will be out by the time this, by actually when this podcast goes live. Uh, this will drop at the same time as embargo. Uh, there is a lot in this game that you, that uh, we can't talk about. So, um, if you feel like maybe we're being vague or well, I'm being vague, sorry. Um, that's probably why, because uh, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, and f- and for all the right reasons too, you know, it's best experienced uh, by the player and not read in a review. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we can't talk about. So just thought I'd put that out there first, but let's talk about it, what we can <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Give it to us. Uh, yeah, game's good. That's it. That's all I can say. <laughs> Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, so I guess the story. Um, you literally of the can't game, say anything, can you? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the story takes part after the events of the first one. Um, so if you don't know what happened in the first one, something's happened in the first one, and that leads to a second game. That's the, that's <laughs> the story. <laughs> oh, good. No, so you play as Ellie. Um, yeah, after the answer of the of the first one, and there's a moment, um, and essentially, yeah, you follow up on that moment, and yeah, that that's sort of the game. Um, <laughs> it is actually very fucking hard to talk about, um, but no, it's the story is very good. Well, yes, I think it's good. I'm still deciding absorbing how i feel about it but it is good yeah no it is a good story and it's not just there's a lot of um um what's the right word like that it's just a simple revenge story um but it's a lot deeper than that and you'll feel and i I won't go in into those themes but when you yeah the more you play it the more you unfold the story um, the deeper, I guess, the layers of the 
the story are, um, and it is it is a big um, like imagine a whiteboard with like a like a what do I call it? like the, like a brain map thing. What's that thing a that I call map? them? You know, with all the different points and the different things, and it's it does feel a lot like that. There's a lot going on and a lot to take in, um, but I think the way that Naughty Dog have done it is good. It's in fact it's it's a very very good game uh, all round. The yeah, the story can't really talk about too much, but yeah, that's that's good. That's that's all I'll sort of say. Um, it's emotional. It's deep. Uh, it's ex- exceptionally well voice acted, um, and even the writing is is very good as well. Uh, like a lot of that production sort of side of it is excellent, as you would expect for a team that's been working on this for what five to seven years. Uh, a lot of money has been invested in in into this game and there's definitely you know you can see why it's it's just it's to be honest it's at a whole new level to polish and animations and just stuff that i've seen before the visuals are just insane honestly like sorry to interrupt yeah that's okay but i in my very limited uh what i can talk about from what i played last year in the demo um from what I remember at least, and you can probably back this up, but it, it looks like mm. a next gen game. It does. It doesn't look like anything else on the PS4. No. See I was yeah. uh making a joke early when I first started playing it that I was like, oh yeah, it looks alright, but you know, the order still looks better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But uh nah. I mean like the order still looks good. That's a damn good looking game. It mostly it's because of Galahad's big bristling mustache. But um yeah this is just <laughs> wow um yeah this is just a whole another level of visuals and polish and it looks just like even like the little little details um so when you see ellie's hands uh at different times you know in different scenes and stuff she might have like dirt under her fingernails um and you can Jesus. sort of see that you can sort of see that dirt um and then, and then in other uh, parts of the game you know you'll look at her hands or whatever um you know there'll be a thing where she's reading a note or whatever and it's you know the the, the hands are a bit or sorry the uh, fingernails are a are cleaner um so yeah, you know it's those little details like that which are just and they, they look so real and there's one point in the game later on that I, that I that i can't talk about but you uh you pick up something and it like it looks it like it looks real like full on real. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, like if I put up, I think a photo of what you see and what you, you know, and the photo. Um, I, I don't think you can really tell the difference. It's just it's that good. And on that side of it, like the world building, um, and like the level design and just the detail in the world is phenomenal. Um, I don't think I've ever yeah ever experienced anything this good. Uh. Probably Uncharted 4 will probably come close, naturally because of, you know, it's sort of come from the same developer. This feels mm. like they've just tenfold. It's just, in fact, it's a hundredfold more detailed and uh, better than, than that game was. Um, yeah, so that's, it's kind of hard to, I guess, to dance around the restrictions and stuff. But um, yeah, when it comes to like the world building and like the level design, just like, a lot of the like lore of the rest of the world and 
the bleak and the depressing stories and um, the events that have gone on, you, you know, you kind of read about it. And Kieran, you probably would have come across some of these in your mini hands-on. Yeah, um, I think like one know, of the just, one of the things I mentioned actually when I wrote that preview for Press Start, shoutouts to Press Start, um, shout was when you're riding around in the like in the early game outside of jackson and you're like exploring these like empty houses and there's like i don't know if you found it there's that note from that kid that's like mm-hmm. dear santa i want a dog and a gun to Jesus. protect my yeah. family Ooh. i don't know if I, mean, I remember a note from a kid um might be a different different yeah spot. but like but that was like i was like woof yeah. Not literally wolf. <laughs> <but like>. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's super there's bleak. like there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, stories that you sort of find and yeah, it's just it's a depressing game. Um, which I think is good, uh, because it helps sell that um, you know, just the helps just double down on the setting and all the characters and sort of their actions as well, like how they act and why they do things, you know, that having kind of no hope or whatever like that, you know, helps make that a bit more believable. Um, You know, whereas if, yeah, you kind of, there might be times where in different games, for example, where there's more hope or, you know, you think, oh, it's not that bad or, you know, it's probably a very, very poor example, but um, you kind of go, oh, you know, would they really kind of do that? Like Whereas Uncharted? Here, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely one um, thing. But yeah, there, yeah, just the decisions that um, the, the characters in the, in the world make, um, it all fits, like it all makes sense and nothing feels too uh, ridiculous or yeah. far-fetched kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so we're talk- talking about story very briefly talking about uh world building what else can we talk about gameplay so who everyone here's played number one yeah i think adam you've played it but not finished it yeah correct okay so probably the major issue that a lot of people had with the first one was that the gameplay was a bit average um sure and i guess naughty dog has always kind of had that um mixed gameplay where it's not, you know, it's it's fine. It sort of suits the game, but it's not... It's like serviceable. There's nothing, um, you know, amazing about it, uh, which I would say is, is, is it's the same here. Um, it, there's nothing amazing about it. It doesn't... I don't, I don't go, well, this is, you know, re, they're reinventing the wheel, you know, when it comes to uh, gameplay. It's basically a refined take on, on the first one. Uh, guns feel like a lot better to use. Um, crafting is all sort of the the same um so nothing's really changed there are some new enemies um which i'll talk about one uh and not a couple of others but yeah so the dogs that we mentioned uh, that, that kieran would have mentioned when he went and did his hands on mm. um i think you said that you initially tried to just not kill them did you did you say that yeah well yeah, yeah my first instinct was not to kill the dogs because I didn't Killing want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, See, I remember that. Let's I ignore just... that podcast like um, six months ago where I said I'd stab a pug. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I tried not to. And then that proved very, very, very difficult. 
Yeah, it's tough. So the dogs will actually, yeah, if Kieran probably mentioned it previously, but they pick up on your scent. So if you're, I guess, in their walk path or their whatever, and they and they get a whiff, um, they'll come after you. Um, and it's fairly intimidating, um, especially when there's like a bunch of guards and you're like, you know, you know getting into gunfire is it's doable like you know there's nothing wrong with sort of getting into gunfire but, but if you're a bit of a uh you like to conserve your ammo and try and take things as slow as possible um and if you go oh and i missed a headshot there so you restart the checkpoint like me um <laughs> you kind of don't want to get into uh shootouts and then you and then you end up at the end of the game with you know fucking a whole tank full of ammo mate um but yeah the those uh dog parts i just i fucked them up i'm just gonna say it. <laughs> i was fucking dogs up left right and center um because you had to because they were just and it's so like it's rough though because it's it not is, even no, like i'm gonna shoot this dog it's like they run up and you've got to like stab them like multiple yeah. times or like yeah. and the animations are brutal but it's nothing you haven't done before in other games i should have not in real <laughs> You know, like we've like we've all, well, we all have, but you know, there's all been games where you've killed dogs, but like, just the sounds and stuff yeah. that like that they make. It's just like, and the oh, owners man, call out their names. Yeah. Oh no! Come on. Um. Oof. Yeah. So it's uh. Yeah, that's tough. But there was a few times where I, where I managed to uh, navigate an area without alerting any dogs or uh, people um, using like a bow and arrow. Um, with uh, headshots and stuff like that, and you know you can lure them by you know throwing the glass bottles and and the bricks and stuff. So there is ways. So yeah, there is ways. There are ways to um, you know, to get around it. But it is a lot slower and takes a lot more um, time than uh, yeah, just going in guns blazing. But yeah, so, question. Ah, oh, no, you you say your point first. I was just going to say the other thing that is cool about this one that they've added that you can you might better you might have been able to crawl underneath um cars and stuff in the first one i can't remember fully but uh if you've alerted guards um to your presence or they uh they might just you know randomly look but so if you're hiding underneath a car or whatever underneath a vehicle uh guards will actually look under underneath things yeah right you're there um Mm. which is fucking cool but also I didn't expect it the first time that it <laughs> happened. I was I was like under this train thing, and yeah, he just pulled me out, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck, restarting that." <laughs> Good old uh, Puerto Rican pull out. Wow! Wow! Karen, um, <laughs> your uh, question. Um, my oh yeah, um, talking about like the combat and the gameplay and stuff. Hmm. Um, what what ratio is it for like? exploration versus combat like how when you say is it like, exploration you, what what do you mean like Sorry. is there a, like is it is it like 50 50 of like uh you mean without like so because you can explore all the areas yeah yeah them, but like is there not, combat like, throughout yeah. the whole game because like the air the two areas i played in the demo one had no enemies and one had tons of enemies um I don't know what ratio, but it, but it's mixed. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it, I'd without knowing fully, 
uh, I'd say it leans a bit more on the combat side. Okay. Maybe 60-40, maybe even 65-35. Um, oh, wow, that's... I think, yeah, exactly. but that's, I'm just, that's, that, that's just yeah. a quick thing. Maybe 69, um, To be honest, I didn't really take a lot of notice about that. Like I didn't go, okay, this is one. But so like roughly the tick. same as the first one, probably. Yeah. So there's enough uh, downtime, I guess, you know, with, without combat to sort of explore and, you know, take in what, what you're um, seeing and stuff. Um, but there's also plenty of combat, and they and they do a, a really. I think they they do quite a good job of breaking the combat up from people to infected. Right. Um, there's. Uh, I can't really talk about that, but there's there's a couple of really cool uh, sequences later on in the game that atmosphere wise and just are fucking awesome. Like they're just they're really well done, and like. Again, it comes back to that world building and that level design. It just mm. these locations and stuff like they all feel tight, but big, but all feel new. Like you know, you know how you get some sort of games and you kind of feel like you're exploring the same house or the same thing over and over again. Yeah, um, I didn't really get that feeling. Well, the game's like a hundred gigs, right? Yeah, and it's, it's mostly massive. linear, or like. There's a in few, the same vein as the other games where it's kind of just pushes you through? Uh, I'd say there's a couple of open areas in the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's linear in nature. If you mm. played Uncharted 4, it, it feels a bit like that. Yeah. Uh, may, maybe a bit, a bit more open. I haven't, uh, I haven't played Uncharted 4 since it came out, so it's testing my memory a little bit. But yeah, there's definitely some more open areas, but then, but then there's also... Uh, a lot of you know just you're going this way kind of thing um and you've played uh, you know a naughty dog game before so there's a few uh very cool set pieces and and stuff in there as well um there's one that's i i I just really wish that we could talk about it but there's one that's just it's so fucking good the way that it's done and i'm never a big fan of these kind of set pieces um i always kind of just roll my eyes a little bit because um, they, they they just feel a bit over the top, um, but this is just done phenomenally well. It's just it's so good. Um, yeah, uh, what else can we talk about that I actually can talk about? Does anyone have any questions? I've got a vague one for you. All right. Um, so obviously the first game you play is Joel and Ellie's the companion, um, but in this Ellie is the protagonist. Do you think it was kind of the, the right move to go with that? Like, is she compelling enough to be the lead or does she kind of not stack up when compared to, to Joel being the protagonist? That's a fucking good, that, that's a very, very, very good question, but it's also one that requires a, a tactical, a tactical, <laughs> tactical, tactical, uh, response. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if you've played, well, in the first one, you you play as both. I mean, you mainly play as Joel. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. But in the second, but there's parts of the game where you play as as Ellie, and then in the in the DLC, you play as Ellie as well. So I guess they'd already built, and I guess because of the way that the first game is written and that bond, and you know, you develop a connection with these characters, or or maybe you didn't. You know, you, I think going into this game, you already have that feeling. Sure. Um, for Ellie, so without 
we've given you a pretty vague answer. Um, yeah, I'm happy with it. That's it's yeah. fine. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, I I think in the in the overall story, I think it makes sense, um, and it's a fine yeah, and it's fine. Yeah, nice. Uh, I wish I could answer that one with a bit more detail. That's all right. Yeah, that one. Um, anyone got any of the other questions? I've got a, a cheeky follow-up. All right. Being that I'm like the, the Sony fanboy antichrist because I've never finished mm-hmm. the first game, yeah. um, should this prompt me to finish it so I can play this game? Like, is it good enough on its own merit that I should play through the first one so that 100%. I can get to this? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I think if you were even considering playing the first game, sorry, uh, the second game and you haven't played the first game, I think you're mad. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah, fair enough. I think there'd be a lot of things that feel not uh, not probably not so much out of place but you don't fully understand. Yeah. Um the other yes, just and just on with the just with the gameplay, I I meant to mention it before. I'm just sort of looking at my notes here. Uh the the melee combat is awesome. It's it's fucking brutal. Yeah. Um in fact, the just the gameplay just in general is it's brutal. It's savage. Uh, some of the the kills are fucking they're fucked up. The whole tone of the game is like fucked up. Fucked it's up. Dark. It's very yeah. dark, and that's which, like which is yeah good. Like I kind of like that because you've obviously got um, Uncharted, which is you know very. I wouldn't say it's a positive game, but you know what I mean. Like it's not a the you know the world's not dark. Yeah. It's a wisecracking funny guy. Um, whereas this is the complete opposite, and it's cool to see, I guess, that same detail and uh, you know, to a, a darker sort of world. Sure. Um, because I think a lot of games, maybe AAA games, are a bit too not 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 dark enough. If that's a fair, like there's there's dark games, but they're not. They're still that. It's kind of like what I was saying before. They're still bit of hope and you know which I, I think happens in the first one so the main point of the game in the first one is there's this um hope that you can get a cure for the uh the outbreak whereas yeah. I, I think in uh th- in the second one it feels like that there's you know that doesn't sort of exist that that hope has fucking been swallowed whole yeah um which I think is is very cool. So it's just about people kind of surviving. Um, yeah. Um, enemies. I think I did speak about them, mm. uh, but they're fucking terrifying. Again, this like the sound design of, of the the clickers, the clickers and that. Are fucked. They are. And actually, shout out to to PlayStation. Um, hashtag not a shill. But I played the um, parts of the game using the Sony Gold headset that they sent us. Oh Sydney. yeah, sure. Because um, I was like, oh, I got the Astros, but the battery is dying. I was like, oh, it's a bit late. I kind of go, you know, I want to keep playing, but I can't really have to have the speakers on. So I, I whacked them in, and they're actually surprisingly good. Um, and because it's seven point one surround sound, which I don't think the Astro A fifties I've got are, but I don't know exactly. So don't hold me to that, Astro. Um, yeah, and it just it was fucking it was very very cool to, to sort of play those darker levels yeah. uh, you know with the the clickers and that sort of surround sound and um 
and all that going on. It was, yeah, and a bit like in the first one, you want to try and stealth as much of that as possible. Um, but it does, I mean, I played on moderate. I was going to go on hard, but I thought, oh, I don't want to play on hard and think if I can get stuck and then take too long to finish the game so I don't have enough time to do the review. So I went on moderate, and it was a pretty good uh, challenge. And there's, yeah, once you kind of alert some of the enemies, you might as well just fucking restart, mate, just because you, you can get fucked up really easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think... There's probably, I mean, there's a lot, like, a lot more to uh, talk about. But again, you know, our hands are kind of tied. Well, my hands uh, are kind of tied with this. Um, but yeah, the overall, I think it's funny because before this, like before I hadn't really spoken about it to anyone. Uh, I'd mentioned it here and there to a couple of people, but no one that I'd really, there's only one other person that I've spoken to who's played it. Um so I was kind of like I didn't really I couldn't really talk about it quite a bit, um, and I was when, like when I finished it today I was like oh, I don't really know how I feel, because the one thing that will probably uh, rub people the wrong way maybe a little bit uh, is that it's quite long, so it took me thirty hours. Holy shit! Yeah, so the original game I think is around around about fifteen ish, if I'm remembering correctly. Kieran, is that about right? Yeah, I'd say like 12-ish yeah. to like 15 probably max. Yeah. Holy um, shit. That's fuck. For a linear, yeah. for a full life, a f- I mean, having yeah, not played there's... it, being a fairly linear first, per- uh, just single player game, that's, uh, that's hefty. It's long. Yeah. And it's, and this is, this is where it gets kind of hard because there's a lot of this stuff you can't talk about, um, which is also a bit fucked, but you know that's but I, you know i get why they want to keep it a lot of it a surprise for yeah yeah for, for fans sure. and you know and and the poor fans have already been you know spoiled enough with the spoilers that are out there whether they're real or not not too sure uh, i haven't actually seen them but i just know that that uh that they're out there um halfway yeah, through so does it just out. turn into wipeout oh <laughs> that was told me yeah you just uh you race no it's um clicker racing so right. instead of like <laughs> racing, it's like, uh, but they're like, um, you just put like a really noisy thing at the end of the track and they all run yeah. after <laughs> They're like greyhounds, you know, you have that thing that runs. Um, I can imagine that as like a DLC spin-off. That'd oh, be so that, good. That's, that's the multiplayer excellent. mode. There's actually, no, I can't say that. I wish I could say that, but I can't say that. Um, you tease. Oh, I, I can't because it's, I can't. Uh, wow. Yeah. So the so the thirty hours, it's tough. Like it, it's and when when you finally hit those credits, you're kind of like, oh, that was such a long journey. Is it worth it? Um, and I still don't really. I haven't fully. I've only sort of penned some some a uh, few thoughts and stuff. But um, yeah, overall, I don't know where I sit exactly. It's probably nines to higher. I don't know if it's going to be ten or not yet. You'll know because yeah, well. you would have read the review, um, but it's probably not going to be less than a nine. But uh, yeah, that's uh, the last of us part two. We do plan on doing a spoiler cast after the game launches, so we can sort of talk a lot more about what's in the game. Um, so yeah, I'll try to keep it all vague for you. Hopefully, 
it was enough to uh, tide you over until the game comes out next week on the 19th. But uh, the review's up. Have a look if you want to. Don't. If you want to keep it spoiler-free. Actually, the review will be spoiler-free. can guarantee that. But let's, uh, let's move on unless anyone's got any more questions. No, I think you've... I think you've covered everything mm. and I'm adequately excited for it now and I won't promise I won't promise that I'm going to finish the first game before it comes out but I'll make a, a solid effort no, to you, yeah it's short It'll, enough you could do it yeah I feel It'll like make... I'm most of the way through the first game anyway if I'm in full honesty so I'll I'll give it a good crack because so I would like to play it on launch play Troll on because you haven't finished it now even worse oh, I fucking for, keep forgetting about that <laughs> and it sits on my PS4's dashboard I do 100% recommend that you, yeah, play the first one because it'll, a lot of the stuff that happens uh, will have a lot more impact. Oh, yeah, yeah. I won't play the second one without having finished the first. Absolutely. Also, if you are listening to this, be careful what you do read. Um, I was shown an interview today with GQ. and there are spoilers in, in that interview. It's actually wild that they published that um, that piece. Yeah, there's a lot like... Basically, the stuff that we got told that we can't talk about, some of it's in there. So I don't yeah, know wow. how they've slipped it through or... Yeah, so just... Uh, what, Yeah. But anyway, let us know what you think of the game on Facebook, on in the comments. Just email us, last of us, thoughts at wellplayed.com that's not a real email don't do that um (laughs) yeah let's um let's move on so the next part of the podcast is going to be we're going to stop kind of right here maybe do a little bit off topics and then we'll go to the next part but basically we're going to fast forward to friday morning where we've just watched the playstation 5 reveal event and we're going to give you some thoughts on those announcements and yeah so Let's quickly do some off topics because a couple of things that well, like that I want to talk about very very briefly, and then we'll go to the future. So, first thing that I want to talk about: who has seen no clips documentaries on YouTube, or who knows of what? I, no I, I know clip no clip. Is. Are you going to talk about the uh, the arcane one? Yeah. So no clip is a guy. I want to say Gamespot, but I could be wrong. It's, I think his name's Danny O'Dwyer. I, um, I'm pretty sure he's from GameSpot. He basically left GameSpot to sort of start this. Uh, I think Danny channel. O'Dwyer used to be from IGN. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's it's from one of the big sites. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he started this uh, channel, which is sort of Patreon funded, and it just does these really, really cool documentaries uh, about games and, and studios and stuff like that. And the last one that he's done is all about Arcane. Uh, so you might have read... Uh, which is kind of fitting because they've just had their 20 year, uh, was it? No, it was 20 year? Yeah, 20 year anniversary, I think. Yep. Uh, where they gave out their, their first game for free if you join their mailing list or Bethesda's list or whatever. But yeah, just it's it's a very, it goes about around 20 minutes, but it's a super interesting look um, at how they kind of went from being almost on the brink of going out of business to basically making Dishonored and, you know, some of the coolest sort of immersive uh, first-person games going around. Um, you find out, if you're a Half-Life fan, you find out a lot about their cancelled project, uh, sorry, the cancelled Half-Life project called Ravenholm, and there's even, like, a full-blown 
uh, I think for like five minutes of like the first game. Uh, sorry, for like five minutes of the sorry first five minutes of the game because um, most of it's pretty much playable. Uh, they talk about how with all new hires and stuff, after a couple of weeks that they've been there, they kind of tap them on the shoulder and walk them over to this PC and they go, you know, are you ready to play our our Half Life build kind of thing? Um, yeah, and there's also a, a, before the Half Life game, they, they talk about another game called. The Crossing, he, they never mentioned the the publisher, but yeah, just basically how they kind of fucked him over, um, cancelled that. They had the Steven Spielberg game cancelled, so they had some shitty luck before um, Dishonored, but I didn't know this about Dishonored. I'm, I'm not sure if anyone here maybe knew this, but Dishonored, the concept wasn't actually their idea. It was actually oh. Bethesda's idea. Yeah, right. Did right. anyone know that? So they Did wanted a... Uh, well, it's, I guess that's, that's probably a bit unfair. Um, on Arcane, it's a bit of a 50-50 sort of uh, combo there, but the initial concept was by Bethesda, and they wanted like a feudal, I think it was a feudal Japan sort of samurai thing, um, and Arcane were like, all right, but it was called Dishonored, and they were like, okay, well, we think this is a better setting, you know, steampunk and stuff like that, and that's, yeah, that's how that game came together. Interesting. Yeah, so it's definitely worth watching. It's on YouTube, you can go to youtube.com slash noclip I think is just his channel um, so give it a watch uh, and there's heaps of other stuff cool stuff there as well like there's a CD Projekt Red one and some other cool cool things uh, anyone got any off topics this week? Uh, excitingly I've managed to get my hands on a Death Stranding Collector's Edition that I missed out on when the game came out so that is on its way and I'm very excited about Getting my hands on it. That's There's very cool. Topic. Yeah. How much did you pay? Uh, a stupidly low amount because I got it through my work. Um, Give us a price, mate. Um, 70 bucks. Fuck, that's all right. When it was usually like well, close to 300. I'm pretty, I'm pretty keen on it. And you didn't get me one. Selfish. It, didn't the, even hit the team up. It was only a single one up for grabs, mate. So I suppose I'll send it through to you. Congratulations, yeah, Kieran. Don't want it. But, you know, if you can give me any hookups on Streets of Rage. Yeah, still working on that, mate. Don't you worry. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, I, I remember. I remember what I what else I played. I, I got drunk on Friday night and played um, <laughs> Streets of Rage 4. How was, mate, how was it drunk? It was fucking awesome. So good. I love that game. God, Were you better or worse at it, do you reckon? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> so probably worse. I don't think I died, but... Well, we know you didn't die. You're still here. Hey. Uh, and then I played uh. FIFA with him, and shout-outs, he absolutely ripped me a new asshole. Um, I yeah, was nice. Blame it. I'm going to blame it on the beers, but... Yeah, no, look, that hurt. I copped a 6-3... No, 7-3, and then a 6-1 belting. Oof, Jesus, mate. Yeah, no. Nah, Got a shellacking. Yeah, not good. Um, anyone got any off-topics? I mean, the, nah, death training was my big news. The closest thing to that is, uh, I just found out that a Critical Hit has the an art book for Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, and I'm very tempted Ooh. to get it. Because uh, speaking it. of that, I got an open tab on Amazon with the art book. I'm gonna walk in there and buy it, two. so you can't get it, Jordan. Wow, how oh, rude! The, the, um, the Last of Us art book looks gorgeous. You look gorgeous. Do you have it at either of your two yes. places in business? How much is it? Give us a good deal on that, you dog. Yeah, I can dog. do. I can do on that one. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Gotcha. 
Um, actually, something on that topic. Um, but I'm stalling while I make sure that my facts are correct before I say anything. <laughs> Smooth. Uh, oh, like how's that. the weather uh, in the big nut? Uh, New South Wales, Jordan. Uh, well, do you want me to get to the fine details to give you more time, or? Uh, no, I'm pretty good now. <laughs> okay. I don't care anymore. Okay, it's cloudy and cold. I like it. Okay, cool. Um, has anyone, speaking of spoilers, and speaking of guidebooks and shit on art books, yeah. has anyone ever been spoiled by, like, a guide or an art book? Like, you know, you know, like, you used mm. to, I don't know, I guess EB Games still kind of do it, uh, but you you go in and like buy the game day one and like oh buy the art book for forty bucks and you or the guidebook and you buy it and you flip through it and you're like oh yeah cool I just got spoiled I'm looking no, 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 I'm, no, no, no. I'm just thinking about that because there's a cyberpunk one that I want there's an art book and there's a guide but I'm like guides... I would never open that guide because I would the... play the game for like two months finish it and then be like I don't need that mm. anymore. I, I I technically yeah. got spoiled for. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because the limited edition came with an art book that I, fl- that I flicked through. But given that I don't yeah. think I'm ever actually going to finish the game, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. The amount of art books in special editions of games that have spoilers in them that I've come across at least. Mm. I don't go near that shit anymore. Fair. I, c- I think I've only ever bought... I bought the Witcher 3 art book... Sorry, guidebook game combo because um, it was kind of going to be one of those things that me and my girlfriend sort of played together. Mm. You know, we would just look for the guide. and, um, But, yeah, when it comes to art books, especially for games that I haven't played yet, I tend to just sort of flick through them, um, not, like, really paying attention, just going, mm. oh, yeah, it looks fucking cool, and then I put them in my shelf. Um, and then when I kind of finish it, I'll maybe I'll have right. a deeper look. But I haven't really found... No, I don't think I've been spoiled too much, but I do remember uh, a bit of a random story here. But I'm pretty sure it was Resident Evil Seven, uh, and the the press documents um, came with spoilers in them. Yeah, I think I've had that with at least one game where the press yeah, thing's been like, it, "Don't say how this happens," and you're like, oh, "Fucking what?" Yeah, I think it was like that. So I mean, yeah, like in like the Last of Us guide, uh, not guide, um, embargo thingy, you know, they just mention do not mention what happens after whatever you know after this part or whatever um there's no sort of direct mm. you know like don't talk about what happens when ellie plays troll and i <laughs> you know Ooh. she um, loves it and she yeah. goes it's the best game ever oh shit i gotta send mm. to that um well that's basically the about the story of the last part so <laughs> she's trying to track down the last couple <laughs> <laughs> Um, and sorry, I spoiled it for you, Naughty Dog. But you know, someone had to. <laughs> These lips don't 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 stay tight forever, mate. Yeah, it's they're they're tight jaws, not tight lips. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast: tight jaws, not tight lips. <laughs> um, the second part of that segue, though, uh, mm. is I wanted just to admit on the podcast that even though. I've said so many times on here that the Cyberpunk Xbox One X console is mm. ugly as sin. Uh, no, don't, I fucking don't say I got it. one. So, ah, uh, Kieran. Okay, I'll give Kieran Bec- one thing for it though. 
it is for some reason cheaper than just buying an Xbox One X as well. It's four hundred and twenty nine dollars for starters. Like that's it's cheap. ugly, and it comes with the game and the controller. Yeah, but it's ugly, mate. And it's the controller ugly. and a month of Game Pass. Oh, and the bottom of it is actually beautiful. I don't know if you've the seen bottom photos of the you bottom. Know, and Kieran is all about bottoms. I am like all about it. It's a beautiful bottom. Um, if we can keep this conversation going for like another 30 seconds, I'm going to find something that talks about the design of the of the Xbox, but it might not translate well. It looks better in person. Potty. The detail is really, really good. Do you have it yet? No. Oh, but, no it hasn't come out yet. Uh, well, I'll have it as of this podcast going out, but um, previously I have uh, felt one in person, looked at it. In <laughs> felt person. one in person. <laughs> I well, I felt it. As you're, well. you're filling up its bottom. I did. I felt the bottom. It's like textured. Ooh. Okay, I can't find this um, thing about the design of it, but it was just some, someone who I was talking with about how the d- design looks really bum, and they were like, "I don't, I don't think it had any, anything to do with." Um... Anyway, moving on. If I find it, I'll share it now. Discord, and maybe I'll share it in the Worldplay community. Hashtag should go join. Um, <laughs> Good shell. Anybody have anything else? I had one other thing, but it's fucking... I can't remember what I was talking about, so... Nice. Uh, so, I'll leave it. Wasn't that nah. ex- exciting? All right, well, thank you for listening to the first... Well, the first third? No, the first two-thirds. Whatever, man. The first bit of the episode 50. Huge episode. Probably the biggest one ever. Said that already. So, I'm going to say it again because I'm going to double down. Um, we shall join you back for our PS5 reveal reactions to the games so quickly around the table what's the one game that we're going to see Jordan uh, Spider-Man 2 Spider-Man 2 Adam uh, very briefly God of War 2 Ooh. Karen oh, well that leaves what Horizon Zero Dawn 2 could be Bloodborne on PS on PC. I think that's a given at the moment. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going with Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, boy. Like I said before, see you on the other side. Knack Five, gamers. Yeah, Knack Five. Players, fuck yeah. Players for the players. Five the players. <laughs> Five the players. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. And we're back after a brief two-day intermission. We've just watched the PS5 reveal event. Kieran's here, Jordan's here, Adam is here, but we're also joined by Dylan. Good morning, mate. Good morning. How was that early WA wake-up? Not great, but I, I did try to plan for it. I went to bed significantly earlier than i usually do so hopefully i won't you know pay for it too badly Mm. a few coffees then no i was actually uh planning to go to bed straight after the reveal but i thought i'd i'd hop on and i didn't have enough time to make a coffee so i'll have one like throughout the day mate oh throughout the day already considering i've been up for an hour four um no zero so far (laughs) throughout the whole day because you got yesterday i had five if that helps Let's move on. Let's talk about the PS5 event. Uh, Just like how many coffees Dylan had. First first of all, uh, as a collective 
bunch of games and trailers and logos. What did we think? Kieran, give us your thoughts. That was sick. That was significantly better than what our other old mates did. Yep. Mm. Um, the only way to make it better was to have shown us the uh, the symbols a lot more. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've forgotten what the symbols on the controller are All again. I know is that there's the X in the box. I reckon they should be like the symbols on the controller should be like raised so that when you push on the, you know, you end up no. with like thumbprints. No, nah, or... I'm good, thanks. I couldn't think of anything yeah. worse. Uh, Jordan, what do you think, Matt? Uh, looked looked pretty sweet. Um, I was very, very disappointed that there was no wipeout, but you know, they just can't be choosers, I guess. Adam, yep. what did you, what did you think, mate? Uh, loved it. the The run sheet that Sony sent me wasn't exactly correct Precise, yeah. um, <laughs> from from last week, but uh, nah, absolutely loved it. Real keen on, on heaps of stuff that they showed off. Dylan, what do you think, mate? Yeah, same sort of stuff. <laughs> um, I think they nailed it. And um, compared to the Xbox One, I guess they they started again with the upper hand. So hmm. go Sony. Go PlayStation. Yeah, I, th- I think the only, uh, I guess, saving grace, if, if you want to call it that, is that, um, yeah, they did say that it would be third party and they're going to show first parties a bit later, but yeah, they've got a lot to uh, d- yeah, bring in July now. Old uh, old Spencer, he'll be, uh, he would have been shitting his dax, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, he's, quiver- he's quivering in his boots at this point. All right, shall we go through the the set list? Let's do it quickly. We'll uh, we'll probably pump through these as fast as possible. Maybe talking about a couple here and there a bit longer. But we, but we kicked off with a little montage, as we always do. Um, sad reacts because there's no mention of the order, <laughs> so clearly that game has no future. You no. saw that Knack got in there though, so Knack Five Even is Knack confirmed to be on the way. Yeah. It's so um, could you say that it was bang out of order or? I like that. That was good. Nice. A little birdie told me overnight that um, that only sold 1.69 million copies. Which well, sounds I, I, know. I, I would have believed 1.69 copies. Did I say that? Yeah. Or Nobody I... wanted to buy another one because they wanted to keep the 6.9 there. It's nice. It is early, but I just, did, I, did I just say 1.69? No, yeah. no. He said million. But... Oh, did okay, you? Cool, sweet. Yeah, um, no, that, that, sounds, that sounds really low. Well, the, the story between the 1.69 copies is, um, so Adam kicked a copy a bit too hard one day and, <laughs> and a chunk of the disc came, came off. off. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'll do it again. Anyway, let's, uh, there was that. Uh, then we got more GTA V, which is coming to PS5. And if you, something about getting a, huge, a whole bunch of like Shark $1 million dollars or something. Yeah. If uh, is it for yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be free for PlayStation Plus on when it launches on PS5, and between now and then, everyone playing on PS4 gets a million dollars in game a week. So, yeah, it's cool. I don't know Which why they opened with that. By the time the PS5 comes out, the players might be able to afford one car. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that. <laughs> it was a really I'm... weird show opener, though. It that was a bit bizarre. I guess, yeah, uh, it kind of made sense a little bit with uh, when what big old, what's his name? Jimbo Ryan, Adam's dad. Yep. Yeah. He, um, 
um, he ducked out for a pack of smokes years ago, so it was weird to see him again. And then he just um, made a PS5. It's just said how, you know, it's a game that's been on all generations of PlayStation, so I guess mm. from that angle, but still, it's, yeah. Has weird. it really been on all generations of PlayStation, though? Like, yeah. about the PS2 and the PS1? Yeah. yeah. Not GTA yeah. 5, OG, GTA, yeah. Well, not GTA 5. No, no, I'm not talking about GTA 5. But yeah, uh, so the first game they kicked off with, really... Uh, was Spider-Man 2, I think, but I don't know if it's actually Spider-Man 2 because it's called Miles something or rather. Yeah, Miles it's just called Marvel's oh. Spider-Man Miles Morales. you got to put the Marvels yeah. at the beginning. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Marvel's. They're contractually They'd be upset obligated. if you didn't. Miles Morales. Um, yeah. Which, I guess, is it a surprise? It's a surprise I mean, that it's coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, that's a shocker. Uh, do we do we think it's a full release, like a nah. full game, or just like a little? Uh... No, nah, they can do an anthem style release. <laughs> um, I'd say probably not, like a first light type. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, like I think little... so. I think yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about that at all. If it means we get to play it sooner. And, yeah, you know, if there's a good slice of it, I've got no issue with it being kind of an in-between. Yeah, definitely. And Miles is my boy. He is fantastic. Correct. So we did, um, we did predict that there'd be a new Spider-Man appearing. So that's uh, that's one tick. And, and mm. I predicted Miles. No, I did predict Miles. So yeah, that's cross off. Some, Jordan was some like, I hope tick. it's a white guy again. <laughs> Jordan, um, I hope it's a white guy again, Garcia. <laughs> did, I, did I mention that it was actually exclusive for PS5? Did I? I didn't nah, I, I think it's. I think it's both. They didn't say yeah. that nah. it was. Because I feel so. like they did say, um, yeah, when when things were exclusive, they they did sort of say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, who I think. Everyone here is pretty much yeah, keen for that. Super keen. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Apart from me. That's uh, We also got Gran Turismo 7 came next, uh, which we definitely all keen for. Yeah, it had cars yeah, in it. No, it was we love racing games here. Well played. It was, it was in first person, though, so you'd be frothing over it, so. Oh, mate. How good was that? <laughs> <laughs> how good? Fuck up. Uh, yeah, cool. New racing uh, Gran Turismo fans are going to probably eat that up. Good for them. Anyone have anything about this? You don't mind your car games? Uh, yeah, I don't mind a car game, but it's not Wipeout. Yeah. Like, how True. good would Wipeout I love driving cars in Wipeout. <laughs> love. Got on. Uh, cool, then the next thing we got was Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Rift boy. Uh, I don't know if you, Spicy. you maybe Karen in particular. Uh, nah, he wasn't quite, keen on this one. Quite keen for this. This um, was my big boy for the for the event. You're a big boy. My big boy. You're a big boy. Big Fucking boy keen. Um, Kira's my big boy. Were you surprised? Nah. I mean, we pre- I pre- we predicted this in the yeah. in the predictions yep. thing. Um, it's been rumored for ages, so it's just cool to actually see it uh, and see that they're doing heaps of cool new stuff. Um, yeah. So I guess are you surprised at the direction or the setting, if you want to call it that? Mm, I'm surprised. Uh, not surprised, but I'm excited by it. Um, 
yeah, the like rift portally stuff looks sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. A Crack in Time was my favorite Ratchet and Clank, so I love all that cool like weird, same here. mystical sci-fi shit that they they do. So, yeah. Nice. How sleek did it look? My God, it looks gorgeous. Didn't it, it look gorgeous? Like the PS4 Ratchet and Clank reboot game already looks amazing. So. Yeah. All those shiny floors. Ray traced clank. Yeah. yeah. Um, Had to get that in there. Yeah. Again, did did they say that this was exclusive or not? I think this one is PS5. Yeah. I don't, I don't think yeah. the PS4 can do ray tracing, but they might do a ah, ray okay. tracing version. Because, yeah, because yeah, it's weird because, like, like, yeah, as I said just before, they do mention when things are exclusive, but then they haven't mentioned something, so it's sort of... Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't actually... I didn't catch two, if it was, um, but I, I don't think so. No, there's nothing mentioned here in, on their trailer about it. It just says, yeah, PS5, really. Um, two Insomniac games really opening the uh Yeah, they've been the busy. Event. Yeah, cracking um, through it. They're on that Sony money. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, that, that which that makes me think that the Miles Morales is not a full-blown Yeah, um, no, I can I'd, I'd be, I can see yeah, that argument. Two yeah, million that's projects. Fair. Yeah, and they're they're definitely keeping that Spider-Man two name for what they teased at the end of the first one. So I assume they're just yeah. you know they'll save that for later on. But they're just you know getting something wow, out spoilers. there now. Now people that haven't played the game know that there's something teased at the end of the first one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> who would have thought? Um, cool. So next up we got Project Athea, and that, this is a PS five exclusive from Square Enix. Mm, yep. Um. It looks, I mean, just, me, it just looks a tease. Like, uh, Tress affects the game. This game. Um, yeah, but it look, it, it looks it's Luminous cool. Studios, yeah. isn't it? it cool. Yeah, yeah. They love their flashy teasers, and yeah. then like just not coming, not out releasing anything. anything. <laughs> yeah, but, but they actually have to now. They're being held accountable. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. cool. To, I'm keen to see what that is, but at the moment, it it's not that off, interesting. Yeah. Uh Next up is a game that got a lot of you guys purring. <laughs> I like that intro. Stray 2021. Wait, sorry. Like, That's <laughs> when it's coming. Oh, damn it. Um, well, the game is called Stray, but it's coming in 2021. Uh, where you play as a, a cat and a robot? No. Is that the robot It's cat a game? cat in a robot world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So all you need to know um, is this, there's a good-looking cat and that so came out wrong, but I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> You're a good-looking cat. <laughs> oh, thank you. And there are robots getting haircuts. Yeah, it looks what like a, what a time. It almost looks like the world was built just for that cat, and the robots are just like simulating like human society, so the well, cat doesn't yeah, well, feel actually, weird. You know, maybe, maybe mm. like the robots are how cats perceive humans. Oh, well. So cats see Blade Runner. Like yeah. I heard, I heard they had to interview real cats to, to figure out <laughs> what the direction was going to be. They had to wear thick ass gloves to interview them. It's, um, yeah, there's not not a real lot to go off on that one. Um, it looks fucking cool though. Like yeah, stylistically, a lot of personality. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. Twenty-one for that one. Uh, then we got Returnal, which is actually no. Sorry, before we got Returnal, we got uh, a little bit of tech tech wank with uh, SSD and Blech. some stuff. Uh, if you didn't know, PS Five will have an SSD. 
Groundbreaking. Yep. Yeah. Huge. Uh, then we've got House Marquees. Or House Mark. Fuck. Now I can't remember what the studio's called. Um, new game, which is called Returnal. Uh, PS5 exclusive, I believe. Hopefully. In, I, I would be. It's yeah, there House are worldwide Mark, studios. Yeah. 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 So it would be. Um, this was cool. Um, yeah. yeah it, it had little bits and pieces of everything in there. Little little bit of Alien, a little bit of Resogun. Um, yeah, Resogun. Uh, yeah, I like that they kept like the bullet hell elements in there. Yeah. Still. It's actually Reminds just like they were like, Nier. we're getting rid of arcade games. We're not going to do them anymore, but we're just going to make a behind-the-shoulder third-person yeah. arcade <laughs> game. <laughs> Which is good, because um, those games are really... I don't think that had a date, did it? Nah. Uh, nah, no. no date for that one. Um, that looks cool, though. But yeah, it yeah, looks I'm in for interesting. It. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what how that turns out. Uh, it says here that it's a it's a side scrolling action with roguelike gameplay uh, on the actual announcement trailer. So side scroll uh, side scrolling hmm. really. It didn't look yeah. Uh, Sorry, at all. Returnal combines side scrolling action with roguelike gameplay. Hmm. Uh, players can switch instinctively between firing modes by using a single adaptive trigger and can get right back into the... Oh, show more. Uh, right <laughs> back into the action. <laughs> after, after dying. Did you just... PS- oh, my God. PS5's immersive 3D audio brings the alien world to life around the player, helping players navigate the intense positional combat coming to PS5. Yeah, so it's PS5 exclusive, that one. Uh, looks cool. Um... There you go. Roguelike. Uh, next Love up, it. got Sackboy, a big adventure. Yeah, mate. Meh. 3D, yep. little big planet. Yeah. Yep. Not bad. I don't mind it. I think it was funny when, when because obviously wasn't in the chat with you guys when this was happening. Mm. I was I was thinking to type maybe something along the lines of like, oh, well, they made it like a non-VR Astrobot game and just replaced him with uh, Sackboy, but... We now know that to spoilers not be true, but yeah, <laughs> looks uh looks looks fine. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing really. It was there. It was yeah. the thing. It's a game. Uh, Destruction All Stars was next. Yeah, interesting. Which... Now nah, look, you boys, you boys gave it some shit. I don't. On, on I don't hate chat. it. I that ticks. All kinds of boxes for me. You would love it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking it looked very Rocket League. It looked enough like Rocket League for me to be keen on it. And if you didn't notice, I was completely silent when you were having a poo-poo on it. Because... (laughs) It felt really bad. Yeah. (laughs) I should have really said that. It was just Zach that was poo-pooing on it. It's the... It looked like League, but without Big Stanley. And he's not. The big ball. Nothing to to shoot at, mate. (laughs) But yeah, I'm, I'm keen on it. I think it kind of just screamed like that sort of multiplayer game that'll have like a solid, um, well, not a solid, just like a small amount of people for like a month and then just yeah. like never again. So that's, like, that's those always games, those games just immediately happen. A standoffish, yeah. It'll, it looks like it'll have the same success as Deformers. Bleeding Edge. Well, Bleeding Deformers Edge is exactly so what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. That's the sort of vibe I got. That sucks, so it'll be, it looks, it'll, it'll, it looks it'll be like a good fun. game. But it, yeah, it just won't have enough people to. Survive too long, you wouldn't think. Nah, it looks like it might even be free to play. I mean, if it's there early and it's free, then potentially. But if it's that's not, how Rocket League got in. 
Exactly. Yep. Cool. Then we got Kina, Warrior Bridge Princess of Spirits, <laughs> which looks cool. Uh, it had a pretty cool setting. I don't know that you guys found it yeah. quite, quite yeah. good. Probably yeah, more Kieran and and Jordan. Kina, hell yeah, you looks Kena. gorgeous. Um, again, not really much to go off though. Uh, a lot of these were just sort of cinematic, mostly. Um, Looks like the... Studio Ghibli meets like Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, yeah. The um, even like the little blurb here you know, on the trailer that doesn't give too much away. It just says story driven action adventure with stunning visuals. Yeah, that cool. game got me, mate. Uh, yeah. Uh, goodbye, volcano height came next, which looks like a yeah. novelish kind of fairy kind of thing. <laughs> Scalies, yeah, furries, anything you want. Yeah, scaly. It's all um, in there. I don't really know what that was. I'm keen to see what that is actually, like, game-wise. Yeah, me too, like to a degree. Game that could be um, kind of like Life is Strange. Maybe. Yeah, I was going to... It gives me it gives me those kind of vibes. Uh, Did they say it was a visual novel, though? No. No, Yeah. but it's coming in 2021, and it actually does say it's coming to PS5 and PS4. Ah, cool. Uh, right, in cool. The thing. Yeah, right. Uh, it just says, Good- Goodbye, Volcano High is a cinematic narrative adventure about the end of an era and the beginning of a love story. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it kind of reminds me of, like, um, Coffee Talk and Valhalla in the sense that, you know, they have this sort of art style and aesthetic that kind of just yeah. draws, draws you in. And, I mean, I'll play. I'll probably play it purely for that reason, just to see yeah. what it's about. Um, but, yeah. It looks it looks interesting. Anything that looks yeah a bit out there is something that I'm interested to. Reminds me of Mutasian as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the art style does look pretty cool. Um, then we got. I'm just trying to find the fucking thing again. I've already scrolled down too far. Then we got Ghostwire Tokyo gameplay. Yeah, boy. KS. Loves it. Now, I, I want to preface yeah. this with when it started. Oh, uh, wait, no. I skipped one. Did you? I did. Well, oh, you did. On, I'm, I'm, going off, I'm going off the list here on, oh, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's no. the wrong order. Yeah. Because um, I didn't want to get up. Thinking, yeah, but, I don't you know, let... We'll, don't, we'll yeah. talk about Ghostwire first, and then we'll go to the yeah. jump back. Um, nice, nice save. Uh, as I was going to come in here and kill you. <laughs> please. <laughs> please do um, it. What? How do we all th- think about this? Um, how, did, how did we think about it? Massive With my big brain. <laughs> um, yeah. It looks sick. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. I'm all for it. it. Looks real weird, and yeah, I'm all about it. I'm gonna be the odd one out. I'm gonna be devil's advocate. Naturally, of course you are. Trust. You, you. Well, they could have remade the order, and you would still be playing devil's advocate just because you love it. Um, I was a tiny bit disappointed. Right. Um, Why? Yeah. What? No, I just didn't really. It looks not what I was expecting. Um, it, look, it looks fine. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't not like it. It just. Were you expecting more horrorish? Yeah, kind of. It just kind of looks. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look like uh, I, what I was expecting either. But I kind of still enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, same. Yeah, like it kind of looks has a little bit of. I mean, it's first person, so I guess it's it's easy to say it's a bit like Dishonored and stuff. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I was just expecting something else. But it looks fun. It looks cool. Uh, just just didn't blow me away like like you guys. Uh, the one that we skipped over, um, and it's been in development for ages, and I really thought that we'd get a release date for this. Actually, sorry, just jumping back quickly to Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, it says here on the on the little blurb on YouTube that the sorry Ghostwire Tokyo arrives in 2021 exclusively on PlayStation 5. Mm. Um, nice. So I don't, okay. know, I don't think that that was announced before. That it was a. a I'm not sure, but like that's that, cool. Like that. That's that sounds like news, to me. Um, but I could could be wrong. Um, yeah. So before Ghostwire, we got Oddworld Soulstorm, which. Yeah, I think a lot of people here have been uh, have been keen for. Yeah, uh, I know that. Shout out to Big Azza. I'm sure he's. Yo. Uh, in fact, he would have frost bloody volcano high big time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, Soulstorm looks fucking cool. Very mm. cool. Uh, I was surprised that we didn't even get a window for that. Uh, and it's been interesting. Yeah, well, it's just... This presentation's they, not about Windows. It's about PlayStation 5. Uh, thank All you right, for joining us for our now. PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, but you know, it, it's been. I think it was originally meant to come out in twenty nineteen, and then it was twenty twenty twenty. Um, twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Future is now. <laughs> and we're we're halfway through the uh, the year, and it's getting an announcement trailer. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it'll be next fun. year, I guess. Um, but it looks cool though. I'm I'm definitely keen to. Yeah, that's sick. Once more, um, and the like, uh, I heard, heard you talking, Jordan. But those backgrounds and those backdrops look look very cool uh, for, for this one. Um, Dylan, did you ever play Big Apes? This looks like a you kind of game. Um, no. So okay. I was, I was gonna yeah bring that up, but no, I played the. I think that was the Game Boy version. Um, back in oh, the day, God. I think it was. Yeah, something adventures, and I played it when I was like four, and the the game over screen was like really fucked up, so it kind of <laughs> fr- freaked me out to the point where I'd never play the games. But um, they, yeah, they do look some like something that I'd be down on, and I do have a few of them on PS4 through PS Plus and that, so I'll probably give them a go. Cool. This one looks uh, a bit different though. Was it compared to other ones a bit more different, or is it just more more of the same in terms of like Abe's Odyssey and that? This is a little more chaotic. Yeah, yeah. it looked a, a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. Like, there's probably more more, more happening. power to use, so I guess right. they can have a bit more going on. Fair enough. Uh, Jet the Far Shore was the next one. Um, mm. To be honest, I don't even really remember this one. Um, funnily enough, uh, this is coming in 2020 holiday, so the end of the year for PS5 and PS4. Um, nice. Yep. Do we recall what this was? Yeah, it was like the kind of isometric little ship, oh, say, right, like, right. like flying yeah. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. From yeah, uh, yeah, look very like indie. It's like it's like Journey with a with a ship. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> mm. uh, um, yeah, didn't, can't say did much for me, but I'm um, I'm keen. I'm intrigued. But there were, again, there wasn't a lot to uh, yeah to go off. 
Um, Adam, any uh, any thoughts on this, mate? I know, I know that you love your space games. I mean, yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks all, it looks alright. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a strong opinion on it. it. Like the the art style was very cool. The the trailer was nice. I don't know. Mm. I don't have much for you. No, that's all right, man. Just wanted to get you involved. Thanks, man. Uh, next one is, is a game that we already knew about. It was Godfall. Uh, we got a bit more... Oh, bit of man. a look into that one. It, How no, good this was, was the real music. Nice. This was still probably the weirdest trailer of them all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> because that weird-ass music... Fucking Gearbox, sort of... like... They just have the same... They just have, like, some fucking intern's old iPod... Do, with like do you reckon, shitty do you like wrapped up step do you reckon that music was but, on Randy's lost USB yeah <laughs> oh, wow. but yeah that yeah. looked real crisp though didn't it oh it looked so good the game looks ass. cool yeah mm, setting looks cool I'm not sure if it's uh, my kind of my jam but it does look pretty cool you're on the rise but you know as an MMO yeah see I, I, I just need that four hour tech demo mate like that's <laughs> And I'm I'm good. Uh, we then got the uh, the game which Karen thought was Hyperlight Drifter Two, Solar Ash. Uh, it's basically Hyperlight Drifter Two. Yeah, yeah. But three D, but three D. I never played Hyperlight Drifter, so I can't make any comments on that. But you look, uh, you're keen for this. I play Hell. it. Yeah, looks looks good. Looks very like good game. A good game. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I'm already already calling it. Look, I think I think the only thing that'll get like an average score for its trailer is Godfall because of that music. Just hit shuffle on the iPod. (laughs) Pick pick this one. It's all good. Chuck it in. Uh, Hitman Three, which I thought for some reason already existed. No, that's him um, and two, mate. Yeah, I don't know why I thought. <laughs> Were you just adding one or two together and be like, oh, it must be three? <laughs> I just, I thought they'd already done two games and they went, you know how they kind of went solo or whatever they sort of did? or yeah, They went the solo, then made game. two. Right, okay, I thought yeah. they went three. Um, yeah, I mean, more Hitman. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. Wasn't much to go off on the trailer there, though. We, no, I think uh, it was gameplay, remember? Because they were like, here, here's a look at it, and then did the old Xbox of... Had, yeah, it was like 10 seconds. Well, ten, walked ten around seconds. some things, and that was that it. Their, um, their window cleaning standards don't uh, hold up to WHS standards. So yeah, it's no guardrails. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's just not safe. I don't care what world it's set in. Someone Adam can slip and fall. He's thinking, oh, I might accidentally drop my vacuum off the edge. What, yeah, what how devastating would that be? That's a long drop, mate. Even that a Dyson is... can't survive that. Oh my god, I know, right? Ripper, mm. I still play Hitman Two. Still sealed on my shelf. You know, you can play Hitman One through Hitman Two. Okay. There you go. Uh, come in twenty twenty one. Again, not much to go off, but yeah, it looks it looks like more Hitman. Uh, Astro's Playroom. I know which. I was. Kieran was pumped and then yep. deflated. See, this is oh. a funny one because I called Playroom first and then... You did. And then Kira was like, oh yeah, Astro, uh, Astro Bot. Bot. Yeah. 
But we were somehow both correct. <laughs> well, because, yeah, I mean, Astrobots, that's where he originated. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be, like, another big Astrobot game, but non-VR. And it might still be, but the fact that they use the Playroom name makes me think it's just, like, a collection of random shit. Right. And that's less exciting than a brand new full-on platformer. So you don't reckon you don't reckon Astrobot is it called Astrobot's Playroom? Sorry, no, it's just called Astro's Playroom. Right. Okay. So I don't think it's an Astrobot Rescue Mission two. I think it's just like a. But I could be wrong. Unless they're trying to align the Playroom name with Astrobot, so people that played Playroom are like, oh, okay. You know, I don't know whether or not that's the strategy, but yeah, it kind of does sound like it's some sort of like you know, smaller collection of. Of yeah. missions or activities, whatever that it yeah. may be, but yeah, more Astrobot's good though. Yeah, correct. It definitely based off like the the very short bit of gameplay that they showed. It looked more complete than the original Playroom though. Like mm. it didn't just look like you know this is fifteen minutes of gameplay. Yeah, this yeah. is mini game one, two, and three. Like it did look like a, a bit more of a complete yeah. package. So hopefully yeah. it is. We'll see. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then Kieran got a little treat with Little Devil inside. Yeah, boy. Oh, how good. My God. Look I awesome. didn't even realize that that was that game until the logo came up, and I'm a little bit ashamed because they've it, been teasing that for ages. It did look pretty cool, I will say. It looks yeah, fucking I, I like sick. It. I like the, the old man in the, the, the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> what a good that time. Was, that was, was, a, great, was a great gag. He did a shit on the live stream. <laughs> you heard the plot, man. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> I think my um favorite was the the grenade things, the little tiny alligator bikes. Yeah, pretty great. Oh, yeah. What a great way to get around. It is, mate. Um, when he was um out in like the the wilderness, it made me think of Don't Starve, like that sort of aesthetic. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'll pay that. Yeah, like just the like the the thick lines and yeah, yeah, just yeah. What did you a bit call reminiscent of that. You heard me. <laughs> yeah, looks the goods. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, no date on that one. I don't think we got. Um, then we got probably everyone's favourite. Surely, fuck off. This was the best. <laughs> this is the best. Sweating simulator. Two K twenty one. Yep. NBA 2K2021. Solidly don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, none of us really do, but a lot of people would. But I yeah. mean, it's not, it's not really anything that you, you need to chuck in a, in a conference because everyone yeah. does. Did you not see exactly. how hard that man was sweating, though? It yeah. Was a, yeah, it was a weird... He needs to go to a doctor because... And I was comes, thinking, I was, I was thinking maybe it was their like weird way of trying to be like we have ray, ta- ray traced uh, shadows on the basketball court, but like, yeah, I don't even think that's what they were trying to do. I think they just wanted to show Zion sweating. If you have like twelve but, dudes playing on a fucking court like that, that's gonna be a, a juicy court. court. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's that's happening as. Every other year, I can't wait happened. for Sony to bring out like smellovision for that too, so you can smell Good. the smell oh. on them too. That 3D Maybe. audio, you just hear people slipping on sweat. <laughs> just, you just hear every drop. The controller will like have an inbuilt like heat thing, so it heats up. Oh. So, so you oh. start sweating, like you know, while you're playing. Jesus, 
Maybe. Uh, then we got Bug Snacks. <laughs> yeah. Bug Snacks. Fucking... That looks sick. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was Caro Caro Bonito singing the fucking theme song as well, which is oh, really? makes me happy. <laughs> uh, there's nothing here in the little... Oh, mate. Uh, it come, comes from a studio called Young Horses. Uh, yeah, the people that made Octodad. Oh, yeah, sorry. It, yes, it does say that right right here. Um, yeah, PS5 and PS4, holiday 2020. Uh, yeah. Weird trailer, but I guess... It looks like a mix of... Uh, what's that movie? Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. yeah. And um, Watam. I don't know if anyone played that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's not a bad combination at all. Yeah. Correct. Oh, what? Yeah, no, sorry, it does. Uh, it's it's Bug Snacks, written and performed by Caro Caro Benito. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, so, yeah, cool. so uh, given that it's, like, it's all about food, would he be Caro Caro Burrito? Or... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right, then things really start to... You would say burrito. Yeah, Get, it's my people. <laughs> <laughs> oh no so yeah then we hit the final stretch and old mate Shuey jumped up on the uh, yeah, he, 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 tried, he, he did a Shuey on stream he did a Shuey on stream I <laughs> yeah. uh, got up and well didn't get up he was already up but uh, we, we saw him talk about something that really ex- excites him uh, yep. and I felt a moment that he and Jordan were about to connect yep <laughs> we just we did a shoey together. That, I do, my jewel sense was going off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me haptic feedback. feedback going on. <laughs> uh, they announced Demons Souls remake. Yeah. Oh boy, this is the system seller for me. This is pretty exciting. Make, this is what will make sure that I buy a PS5. So, yeah. dumb question: Is this the first Dark Souls? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, kind of, Dark yeah. Souls is the first Dark Souls, but this is like the yeah, yeah. the predecessor. <laughs> but like, this is the game that they, this, that this they is made the precursor to Dark Souls. Souls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was on the PS three, two, three, three. Oh, three, really? So it's only oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. a bit old. It was that. originally a, a Japanese exclusive game, uh, but then Atlas brought it to the West. Okay. Um. So what do you think? Because initially you didn't. You didn't pick up on it. We, uh, what do we think? We it thought was? it was. We thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I realized it was Demon Souls when I saw the Tower Knight boss. Mm. Uh, and then I thought back on the music. I was like, "Yeah, that is Demon Souls." And then the the title showed up. I was like, "Yep, definitely Demon Souls." Yeah, when the title <laughs> came up, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's Demon Souls." <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, there's just an article that comes out later going, "No, that was actually Elden Ring. We fucked up the title." Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, that one's been rumored for for uh, yeah. quite a while. So yeah, yeah that was pretty much uh, as long as the PS4 has existed. <laughs> I don't think that was was given a date either. Um, no, but I think that's a PS5 no. exclusive. I'd say so. Mm. I'd be surprised if it's not. Uh, it's going to be beautiful too. It's Blue Point. Yeah, yeah, it just says coming to PlayStation Five. Yeah. Um. Cool. Then we got some Death Loop, which looks like yeah, as we all said, Dishonored and Prey mixed together. Yeah, um, it looks pretty cool. Um, 
I like the vibe. You know, you know, yeah, that, you know that's loud to say it looks pretty cool, Zach. When they start a show, you're like, oh, fuck for Death Deathloop. That's yeah. true. Well, I think because, well, I was upset because I hadn't seen Old Mate yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it's something that I hadn't, I did not give a shit about beforehand that I now will yeah. buy. So yeah. it, they yeah, did definitely. succeed in that. So, yeah. so it's gone from no shits to a buy. Yeah. Because wow. it's, it, yeah, the vibe, I guess, is um, something I'm, I'm very much there for. I kind of mm. thought of like, it's, I, I don't know why, but I thought of Super Hot in like the try, try again sort of like, yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. get through. And obviously, it's not the same in what you're doing. Um, mm. And it's multiplayer it's, in some capacities, so that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting sort of thing. And you've got to take out these eight, I think, characters, so, you know, to break this never ending death loop. So, yeah, yeah, it looks, I don't really, looks cool. yeah it's, I'm still not sure how that's um yeah how that's gonna work yet how, like how that death loop thing works like does mm. everything reset surely it doesn't um, don't know. I thought it was interesting I thought maybe like you die but then like they can be they can be elsewhere like the world still continues as you know while you while you come back that's kind of the vibe I got but yeah whether or not that's how it works. Remains to be seen. That could be cool, though. Yeah, you try for like the runs where you like do all eight. Anyway, (laughs) do all eight. I (laughs) didn't at the same time. Yeah. Ah, yeah. As as you said, there was um some uh, multiplayer teased in there, so it looks like you can invade another person's game from the looks of it. Uh, Fuck their shit up. Hell yeah. Uh, PS5 and PC. Sorry, it says here launching for PS5 and PC oh. uh, in holiday 2020. No mention of Xbox there. Um, right. Shout out. Uh, cool. Then, then we got the big boy, which we knew was coming. I knew We've already coming. talked about bug snacks. I could, I could, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Resident Evil 8, which is called Resident Evil Village. Uh, yep. This, at first, this this threw... I had no idea what this was. We were all like, this is God of War. And then it looked like Kratos' well, house. Because I was like, oh, it's... I was like, is it Sun Hill? I was like, yeah. Resident Evil. And, and, then, and then you were like, no, it's oh, Freya. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Nah, it's the voice and like, the environment threw me yeah. off. Yeah. Um, that was just yeah, wishful thinking. It wasn't long after that with the, that it, yeah, sort of became apparent that it was uh yeah re8 and this was clearly the most rendered uh cinematic that that, that we saw it was running smoothly Um, i got motion sickness what happened there it's embarrassing what happened i didn't even see this bit it ran at like 15 frames a second oh okay right stuttering yucky um slideshow is it pronounced resident evil eightage yeah, 8-itch. Okay. <laughs> no. Yes. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think of this? Uh, I liked RE7 a lot. It's what got me into RE, mm. funnily enough. Um, but yeah, I found it interesting that at the start it says that his story comes to a close. So I guess this is the like you know second game for the, uh, you know, playing as Ethan, I guess his name was, wasn't it? The yeah, main protagonist God. is seven. Yeah, so and maybe this is... Thank God his story's ending. 
Maybe this is them, yeah, yep, doing seven and eight, having two uh, first-person ones, then they're maybe gauging later on whether or not they want to come mm. back to it. Um, not that it failed because RE7 sold, but uh, maybe it's just they've obviously seen with Remake and stuff, they've seen with RE3 and RE2 Remake that they can make games like that again. So maybe that's this is just, yeah, tying a bow on this for a bit and, yeah, mm. come back to it later. The... Yeah, I mean, that I'd say interesting, but it's uh, pretty much all the leaks and stuff that we've seen from this game have been true. Yeah, um, right. Um, so I've been so, reading them, but I knew it was called. Uh, it was going to be called the Village. Yeah. So, well, did you read the thing I put up earlier this week? Uh, I haven't been I reading any had, RE8 I stuff. I said it had potential spoilers in it. Yeah. So yeah, I've been hiding a lot myself. of the stuff that was well, not a lot of it, but some of the stuff that was in that thing, um, in, in that article, were in this trailer. So. Uh, it sort of talked, sort of, sort of talked about how Chris might be like gone bad, right? Um, yeah, and it looks to be the case at the end of that trailer shooting. So to be fair, th- Chris isn't uh, Leon, so he's automatically bad to me. That's it, <laughs> mate. That's why he punches the boulders, mate. Because exactly, just wants your love. Uh, but yeah, and then we got the werewolves right at the end, which look fucking cool. The whole setting looks looks really cool. Uh, I'm keen. Yeah. Uh, I just hope it doesn't go on some weird fucking just tangent like it did on in RE7. Like the first that last that really last good. third of RE7, it's pretty rough. The, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, I'm keen. Twenty twenty one for that uh, was rumor that it might launch in January, but um, the other rumors that are going around is that the the um, work from home. Right, it's sort of push that back, but yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, then we got a new game, which looked again. This kind of threw us all off a little bit because we had no idea what this was. Uh, it looked like it could have been Death Stranding because um, there was the potential that a new Kojima uh, game might be shown here. But um, it was Pragmata, Pragmata, mm. if you want, to, whatever. Uh, and this this got the uh, the biggest release date or the or the furthest away date uh, with twenty twenty two. What do we think about this? What sort of vibe do we get? What yeah, is this? yeah. It's very like Bizarre. conceptual. Yeah, I didn't really. It doesn't really do much to explain what it is. No. Just some cool visuals and stuff, which is kind of how the whole cycle started with Death Stranding, I guess. It is a it is a Capcom game though. Yeah. So so take that how you will. Mm. Yeah, a lot a lot like Death Stranding. Like it it confused me, and that's intriguing me as well. Yeah. Like I I want to know what the fuck was going on. There was a cat, so so I'm sold. Yep. There was a cat with ribs. Yeah. All cats have ribs. Uh, Thank you very much. X-ray <laughs> ribs. Um, yeah, I didn't really know what the fuck's going on, but it looks fine. I mean, it was a, yeah, cinematic. Yeah, I'm just keen to know more about it, so I'll be hanging on that. Well, mate, not long to wait. Two years. Yeah, mate, just around the corner. Exactly. Uh, and then it closed with, yeah, I guess when it opened with Spider-Man 2, we all kind of thought that this was probably going to be the closer. Mm. 
um, Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Is it actually called Horizon Zero Dawn 2 Forbidden West or just Horizon 2? Horizon. I think it's Hori- just called Horizon. Horizon Forbidden West, but it's got like yeah. a little 2 in the logo. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, this looks yeah. cool. This looks really looks good. Sick. I haven't played the first one, but... Yeah, well, see, I just cool. I just finished the first one, so this is like... <laughs> it's good. I'm keen Fresh now. Off it. I'm waiting to replay the first one when it comes to PC. Oh, yeah. As you would. But, um, um, yeah, like, I think it was Jordan that said when we were watching it, the environments look varied as fuck. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Varied uh, as fuck. Yeah. It says here that... That's, one of the ex- those, that's, that's my uh, fucking... I put those words in. It's absolutely your fucking... It's Horizon Forbidden West... <laughs> swearing a lot, aren't Alloy's I? story as she moves west to a far future America to brave a majestic but dangerous frontier where she'll face awe-inspiring machines and mysterious new threats. Mm. Coming to PS5, no date. Um, some of us, not me, said that maybe it'll be a day one game. Um, I feel like they would have said that. Although they haven't really said anything's launched because they haven't got a date, I guess. Um, but yeah, this looks, yeah this, this looks good, promising. And I guess this shows you how... Um, how you do a uh, a games reveal event? You open big, yeah. Close big, yep. Um, I don't know. This did this show any gameplay, or was it more? Just nah, a, yeah. nah. Yeah. I think it was in engine. I don't know. Like they said, everything was, was no, in engine. It was, it was showing the Xbox gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be a black screen, mate. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Before we talk about the the console. Uh, what was your favourite showing? Uh, who wants to kick us off? Uh, not me. All right. Okay. Well, oh, you go. Yep. It's it's tough. You can I got double a... dip if you want. You can give us two. I don't even. <sighs> you can't give us three. Three's too nah, many. I'm, no, I'm going to keep it at one. I'm going to keep it fair. Uh, I'm going to say Ratchet and Clank. It's still my favourite thing that I, that we saw there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'd go to yeah, Resident Evil 8, did you? Yeah, was, it that? <laughs> was it was my fave. I was uh, pretty keen to see that. So, yeah, stoked. Fair. I think Please Spider-Man hit the, hit the mark for me. The idea of playing as Miles and having his varied powers sounds mint. So, I'm keen on that. And Ghostwire. Yeah. I'm say Jordan's got Jordan's pretty, pretty easy pretty to guess. Awesome. Pretty awesome. NBA 2K21. <laughs> Actually, he's not even, he's I'm not even gonna, gonna talk about it. Oh, I think Kena is the one for me. Oh, look nah, out! Pulling your leg there. No, legit. Like as as a hype since I for... old mate was a system seller. Yeah, but Kena is more interesting as a new game because I've played Demon Souls before. I'll buy yeah, I'll fair. buy the console because of Demon Souls. But Kena is more interesting. What about Kena Souls? That was dodging. That's what it is. Nice. I'm uh, thinking... Uh, I'm thinking Kena as well as Spider-Man 2. Uh, but yeah, there's plenty there to be hyped about. Alright. The Encore. I wasn't sure if they were going to show the uh, design. Yeah, I didn't think they were. 
I thought maybe they um you know they might have done that with the price because obviously the price is going to be quite quite big mm. um, so I thought maybe they, they might have shown the design then to kind of offset you know some of that oh fuck this is expensive but um maybe it's it. maybe it's the opposite get people hype about it and then mm. drop the price what do you think what I mean we um, all kind of we all kind of were shocked it looks like way. a fucking wonton wrapper that's like coming apart I did yeah I'm, I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> if they took the, the console design from like satirical websites it does it look is. like like Dylan and I both said this yeah. that it looks like those shitty like three D rendered concept videos that people make to make clickbait art click bleh, bleh, bleh. yeah that clickbait articles love clickbait maybe maybe the PlayStation blog wasn't getting enough views so uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is um the internet's already in full full swing. <laughs> There's some pretty good uh, memes out there already. Yeah, they're coming in thick pictures. and fast, aren't they? Um, I've got to say, though, this is probably where Xbox wins it at the moment in its console design. Uh, so if you haven't seen it yet, be listening to us talk about it. Uh, it's following the two-tone design that the controller, the DualSense 5, I mean the DualSense 5, the DualSense had. And there's two versions. There's a digital version and a... Non, well, that makes no sense. Uh, and just the normal version, uh, and the normal version includes the disc tray, which fucking adds a bit of bit of girth to the old, the old lass. Um, it's ugly, kind of, but I don't hate it. Yeah, that's my vibe too. Mm. Um, I mean, it's cool to see a white uh, console, I guess. But I guess. It, looks, it looks fucking weird. I'm just, is, I'm hanging out for rare. like the revised design already. Like two, three years down the track. Is this going to be like the... Um, the PS5 Slim. Sonic the Hedgehog thing? Where enough people... <laughs> the it's probably a bit late for that. Yeah. yeah. Nah. But uh, no, Jordan's excited about all the air vents. No, not. Oh. Sorry. Hopefully it doesn't sound like a fucking jet taken off. It, I, I said, it looks like one now. Exactly. That's yeah, what I it said. literally is one. Yeah. I said they, they got the criticism that the PS4 sounded like a jet, so they're making the PS5 <laughs> look like a jet. But thermally, it looks like a nightmare because there aren't a whole lot of vents. Are you sure there's, there's not a lot of... It closes in at the bottom. Can't wait for you that want, CPU I mean, and you, GPU throttling. Absolutely. You definitely want the bottom to be open, don't, don't you? Yeah. No, the graphics card will fall out. <laughs> See, like, if you plug it in at the bottom, wouldn't that be a power bottom? Or... <laughs> the, the PS5 was a modem the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's a router. Got, yeah, yeah a, a modem with the worst networking I've ever seen. <laughs> that picture is, uh, yeah, that picture of the modem is uh, very good. It's funny because the Xbox One X already looks like the Telstra modem. Yeah. yeah Series yeah, X, sorry. Yeah. Um... Rip when, like, yeah, the network's I, on both I are just, shit. I guess it's... I mean, Sad. probably... Designing a console is probably hard, though. Nah. Do you reckon? I've done it heaps let of times. Let us make our own. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> In fact, that was one of Kieran's designs that got through. <laughs> <laughs> that one of the Pope or whatever. Yeah. 
Oh, that bit on the side makes it look so chunk dog. Yeah, I, I, I was interested in the fact that they did a, they're doing a, a like a digital, you know, discless version. Um, mm. I, I find it looks a lot better without the disc tray. Mm. It's like, it's like the disc tray is, like, well, it, it is. It's like separate from the rest of the console. Yeah, like it's an it external really disc drive, like, in, like housed in the plastic on the top. Maybe that's why they did decide to show it in the end. They were like, oh, let's show off a bunch of fucking shit-hot games and then we'll show off the console, which is probably going to be mixed. Maybe they knew that it was going to be mixed and they're like, we'll let the memes do the marketing for us. Yeah, yeah. that's working already. Uh, fair, fair, fair play then. But they also announced a few peripherals as well. They announced a... A, a, a butt plug? Like, um, With haptic feedback? media remote, mm. which I don't, they didn't do for the PS4. They didn't do an official one, no. No. Yeah. They did for the PS3, I've still got that. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, they showed off the, showed off the controllers, uh, some Pulse 3D headphones. And then, was there one nice. more thing? Like a charging dock? Yeah, charging, charging dock. Charging dock well. and, the, and camera. the camera. And a camera. And the camera, and the, camera the, the HD camera. Um, love it. So we can all be thoughts, basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do love it. In high definition. <laughs> it doesn't, have, it doesn't have cooling fans, but it has only fans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yep. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> All right. Um, having seen it, you think we're still looking at seven fifty, seven hundred? I reckon plus? more, man. You reckon more? Yeah, it's fucking scary. I'm thinking uh, about it. I'm I, I, I'd, I'd say, say seven fifty would be the top mark, only because uh, I don't know. I can go much higher than. I think they. Nine. I don't know, man. I think. What they have, like what these systems are going to have, it's going to be interesting. Seven fifty, I'd be happy with. See if if the if the PS five games were going to run on the PS four as well, I would say they'd go higher because they'd be like a super premium product. But because they mm. already established that they're not, they don't want to see like the dickhead that charges one grand for a console again. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How much was the PS3 when that came out? Wasn't it like a, a grand yes. as well? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Nine, yeah. Nine. yeah. Yeah. See, that was my Fuck. argument back when we started talking about price. Was if it is like cross generation, then yeah. then they can afford to do it. But that was fucked. I remember when that got announced, and it was like literally the feeling of being like, what nine or ten when that? Yeah, nine. I think <laughs> when that came out, being like, I'm never getting this. <laughs> it's just never going to be viable for me. I need to, I need to save up for like fucking five Christmases to be able to afford this. <laughs> it's going to be over by then. But yeah, um, it's a bit... Uh, 750, I'd be happy with at this point. To be you reckon honest. they're going to... The discless drive will be... Uh, the discless version will be cheaper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it'll probably be more expensive. like 50 bucks or something. But... Yeah, yeah, it won't be by heaps, but it'll definitely be cheaper. That hard drive's um, going to kill it, though. Yeah, enjoy your five. Console. Enjoy like half your launch titles and nothing else. Yeah, I mean, you say that as if like the games aren't going to install from the. Disc well, yeah, though. yeah, true, true. Yeah, but I mean, cool. I want to be able to hand my game over to a friend, you know. Yeah, there goes that. Um, yeah. There was at the very, very sort of start of it. There, there was like a port sort of in the back. I'm just sort of flicking through the trailer now. Oh, that's why I had that big thing with the. The wavy balls going on there. What'd you call me? You know those black, <laughs> like black wave of balls that was like going for ages. Um, I know what you're talking yeah, about. I've seen that video. That, that caveat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. 
So there was Zach a, a away from the ball, Jackson. Next to the USB C <laughs> port. Um, Probably for the camera or something. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm looking at it now. I don't really know what it's for. Well, didn't it's they? So the, the dual sensors, dual sensors USB C. So maybe it's just that. Surely there's a USB C at the front as well. Or was I seeing things? Uh, yeah, there know. is. This is. I'll dump this picture into Discord. This one. This is what I'm talking about. You can. I know that people who are listening can't fucking see what I'm talking about, but it's sort of. It looks like it's next to the the disk drive. I think on the side of the disk drive, that bottom. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, Where is that? Yeah, like, maybe it's for the camera, but it looks like it's on the front. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it looks like it's wider than USB-C, so... Oh, uh, it's for your memory card. Oh, is that the NVMe? Nah, that wouldn't be. No, you know yeah, what I, I know. think that is? I think it's the power and eject buttons. Oh, dear. Because it looks kind of raised. Yeah, oh, look. Yeah, you you're probably oh, yeah, no, not you're, wrong. No, no you, you're right. If you look, <laughs> there's a power thing underneath. There's an icon above it. <laughs> See, it's funny. It's funny you say that because on the actual uh, YouTube video, you can't see that power icon. But in the Discord screen thing I've put in, yeah, you can. You can, see yeah. It. Um, That's I can't wait for Zach to use PS5 to plug so, in USB-C. You can't believe the power button is a USB-C port. Yeah, <laughs> mental. You can turn Fuck the PS5 right. on. Um, so just to uh, tail onto Jordan's joke there, it looks like it is a power bottom. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> All right, should we wrap it up? Yep. Yeah, We're very happy with that. Wrap it up you? like a wonton, mate. That's it, mate. <laughs> um... Thank you to everyone who's listened to this huge, epic. Never been bigger. 50 years. He's running out of words. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Check out The Last of Us 2 re- review when it goes up later today at the same time as this potty. Scores 9.5. Uh, it's very fucking good. Better than the design of the PS5, but. Yeah, that's something I know. The games look good. Uh, if you want to check out all the coverage which we may have, uh, go to www.well-play.com.au, chat to us, send us your memes, have a good one. Tell Kieran Stockton to play an indie game. Play Kieran <laughs> Stockton. What? No, what? Yeah, no, I'm tired. All right. Bye. Catch you later. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.